from the KISS 92.5 studios in Toronto, Canada. Are you this is Roz yes. and Mocha. Yeah. It's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Hey guys, this is Bruno Mars. This is Selena Gomez. The Chainsmokers. Lady Gaga. Calvin Harris. Celestia Cara. You're listening to my boys Roz and Mocha. Roz and Mocha. My boys Roz and Mocha. The Roz and Mocha Show. Uh, between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite? Roz. Mocha. Roz. Mocha. Roz. You guys are so funny, man. Congratulations, Lisa! Wow! You just won $1,000. That is amazing. Y'all just made my entire morning. Keep it up. You guys are awesome, man. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. All right. Are we ready? Very hot things. Very hot things. Roz and Mocha's very hot things. Yes. I love this. Welcome to Roz and Mocha's very hot things. Uh, Dammit Maury and his husband, Dammit Matthew, will be tasked to explain something that is very hard to explain. Very hard things. And they got to work together to try and come up with what they feel is the way to explain these things that are very difficult to explain. Uh, Up today is, describe what color a mirror is. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I could only imagine the conversation that took place in the condo of the Dammits. Right? Are you ready for today's very hard thing? <laughs> oh, I'm always ready for hard things. <laughs> Describe what color a mirror is. What color is a mirror? Well, now, not the things that you're seeing in the mirror. Obviously. Like, if you're describing <laughs> oh my the God. mirror. Do you think I'm dumb? Yes, I do. No, you're the dumb one out of us, too. Let's oh get that straight. Wow. Wow. My first that instinct so would be gray. No, it's silver or lead. Not the back of the mirror. All of that is in the mirror, and so it's silver, gray, clearish. Okay, I would. I no, but it's lead. Gray. I think it's lead. I think mirrors made out of lead. I could be wrong, but um, or silver or something like some liquid that is silver. But then on the front of it, there's like a shine on it, so it's reflective. Oh my god! But at the end of the day, it's but reflective is not a color. No, it's 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 silver reflectiveness that then becomes whatever you're seeing in the mirror. But really, if you take that away... No, but not the back. Not the back. I'm not talking about the back. So, But how would you describe the color of the mirror to someone who has never seen a mirror? You say to them, it is a silver piece of glass that's like either made of lead or silver or whatever. Uh And one side of of it is reflective and you get to see yourself. But if I don't know what reflective means, I've never seen a mirror before, I can't understand... Double, like it's like <laughs> what? it's um a pairing, reflective, like it's it's you see yourself in it. Close your eyes immediately. First thing that comes to your mind when you think of a mirror color, lead. <laughs> but you're describing the backing of it. Maybe a maybe gray. describe I meaning towards. I think a gray. you're describing the backing. You're describing the backing of it. No, describe you're describing the, the backing. Do when you look in a mirror, do you see gray? <laughs> so how would you describe? Don't ask me again. <laughs> How would you describe? I've just described it ten times. But how would? What's the color of see-through? Oh my God! Yourself. How about that? Is that intelligent answer? No, it's, it's not. It's the actually. color of yourself because no. you're looking at something. No, but imagine the mirror is in a room all to itself. There is nothing for it to see. What color is it then? Silver. Okay, so there you go. Was that hard? Was that very hard? Not for me. Not for me. <laughs> Rosin Mocha!
those very, very hard things. Hey, did you see that guy on TikTok who does, uh, you have a clip in there. It's called Thanos. There's oh. a guy on TikTok. I wonder if I can find his name. Hold on here. Is it called, is his name Thanos? What's that? His name's Thanos? No. Oh. He is a guy who does voice impressions. Yeah. And he, it's like, you know when, so you know when you like the old like improv thing where they stand on the stage and like, okay, give me a, give me a location. And then somebody goes, hey, yeah, uh, uh, Carpenter. And then they go, okay, now give me somebody famous. And somebody goes, Jay-Z, right? And then yeah. you do that. So Jay-Z the Carpenter. Jay-Z is a Carpenter. <laughs> but this guy who does voices, somebody said, do Matthew McConaughey auditioning for Thanos. Okay. Okay. So this guy does an incredible Matthew McConaughey. So this is some dude doing Matthew McConaughey doing Thanos. All right, McConaughey is Thanos. Here we go. All right, Avengers, here's the game plan. I'm going to destroy half this planet, whether you like it or not, man, just with a snap of the old fingers. <laughs> the thing is, I only got about three infinity stones, and I got to pump those numbers up. So me and my telekinetic pals, my damn IGODs, man, the OGs. What's up, brother? We're going to destroy you all, grab the stones, snap my fingers, and keep on moving on, man. Because the thing is, I am inevitable, brother. Phew. Okay. <laughs> so here's the thing. This guy is even better than Matthew McConaughey. Yes. And has the lisp down yes. perfect. Yes. 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 Absolutely. It's Absolutely. so weird. Like, I can just, I'm just picturing I McConaughey know. doing this. I know. I know. Hold on, I, I gotta know. hear this again. He's so I'm good. Gonna hit Thanos. Here we go. All right, Avengers, here's the game plan. Like, come on. <laughs> I'm gonna destroy half this planet, whether you like it or not, man, just with a snap of the old fingers. Wow. The thing is, I only got this about three so infinity good. stones, and I gotta pump those numbers up. <laughs> Me and my telekinetic pals, uh, yes. my demi GODs, man, the OGs. What's up, brother? We're going to destroy you all. Grab the stones. Snap my fingers and keep on moving on, man. Because the thing is, I am inevitable, brother. Phew. Okay, come on. That is, like, on point, dude. Exactly. I know. I'm trying to find out what this guy's handle is. And, like, the inflection in, in Everything. words. Everything. Yeah. All that, all that the stuff. whistle. Yeah, brother. He's so good. He's wow. so good. This is incredible. I know. I can't see the guy's name. So TikTok, it, everything is so small on TikTok. More, can somebody come and look at this? Because my eyes, okay, it's at, damn it. <laughs> at okay, damn it, Thanos? On, it's not at damn it, Thanos. Hold on here. <laughs> Wait, shut well, up. It's I think, at. I think, I think you need glasses, man. No, 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 I don't. I'm good. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Oh, come on. It can't be that bad, is it's it? at C-O-N-A-J-A-M. Kona Jam, maybe? Could be. Are you sure those are the letters? No. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Last year, in and around this time, everyone was hoarding toilet paper and paper towels. True. Couldn't get right. it anywhere. Um, but the supply was fine. Well, not for a while it wasn't. We right. had to catch up. No, we did. But 
the reason why was because we were all hoarding. Everyone right. was just hoarding, right? For some reason, we all if, thought we were all going to get dirty butts from just yeah. sitting around doing Like, if nothing. everyone didn't hoard, then it, we would have been A-okay. Yes. Right? You get one pack of Super Bowl, like, 24 rolls, and, and you would have been fine. And they just took those signs down, too. Yes. And then... One per family. Right. And then people were like, stores were like jacking up the prices and stuff, yeah, right? Not cool. Uh, so there's another shortage happening now that has driven up the prices of this one particular product. Okay. And it's a product I know that you don't even care for. So it doesn't affect your life in any way. But it is... Soap? No. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, it's ketchup. Ketchup? Yes. Apparently, the high demand for takeout and delivery... Yeah. Right? Because people have ramped up the amount of delivery that they're doing now, right? right? Fair enough. Yeah, yeah. So all those little so ketchup packets. Oh, pack. Oh, ketchup all those packets. Ketchup packets okay. are causing a ketchup shortage. Right. So much that Heinz said that they've had to ramp up production to meet the demands. And they've even opened up new production lines and have had to add extra shifts to create really, uh, more ketchup for these little ketchup packets. I'm going to start selling my own. I'm going to put ketchup in little um, like little squares of tinfoil and just sell it on the street. What could go wrong there? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I got what you need. How much you want? One, two? <laughs> I got you start all. getting ideas though, right? You yeah. start getting ideas oh. like you could start making a profit off ketchup. You just got to figure it out how to get it into little things. <laughs> <laughs> Because I got we got ketchup, and then right? You're sitting there at the kitchen table all day. We just don't have individual ketchups. Like everybody has ketchup, but it's like, how can I now capitalize on that? Uh, one Heinz exec told the Wall Street Journal, "We're busy doing everything we can," and adding that the company's even moving resources from other condiments, <laughs> other oh, condiments no. that they make to meet the demand of ketchup. Because this, there's a shortage of ketchup. You, this better not affect the price of Dijon. Let me. You want to talk about price? <laughs> yeah. Listen, bougie ass, bougie ass Dijon. Ketchup packet prices yeah. have also increased by 13 percent. Okay. Over the past year. So you yeah. know, in the states, that fast food restaurant, um, Long John Silver's. Sure. Do I know Long John Silver's? They said that the small increase in cost. Yeah. Has cost them an additional. Half a million dollars. How much ketchup are people eating in those little packages? I guess a lot. Like, that's a lot of ketchup. I will say, when we used to order a lot yeah. from places where you get fries or whatever, yeah. some places were pretty loose with the amount of ketchup. Then they would hand fold it in there, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, you only need one, maybe two packets. But right. there have been times where you look in the bag and there's like 12 packs of ketchup. Right. Which is and what, then what happens? It's like, excessive. It is. And, and then yeah. that ketchup ends up going in the trash. It does. And then it's like the it's the exact opposite of that, which always pisses me off. And I don't even eat ketchup. But if you do a giant order of food, right, mm. and you open the bag and there's one pack in there, one ketchup packet, right? Yeah. That's almost as bad. The only thing worse than that is when you order $75 worth of Chinese food mm -hmm. and you open the bag and they give you one pair of chopsticks. Uh, clearly, this is not like... This is not for one person. Right. Right? Unless you order from them a lot and they think you're a slob. I'm no, I'm like, I'm no, I haven't had the best week, but I'm not that depressed. <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast.
Yesterday, Roz, I don't know if you saw this on Twitter. Mm. Shem, who works here on the Roz and Mocha show. Hello, Shem. Good morning. Shem put out a tweet that ended up going viral. Okay. Okay. As Before I read you shirt the tweet. Shirt on, shirt off. Uh, <laughs> no pics. Okay. Right now, no it picks? has uh, 969 retweets, 182 quote tweets alone, uh, 8,638 likes. At Shem, by the way. On Twitter. I'm 33-year-old. I'm I'm a 33-year-old from Toronto. Mm-hmm. What will happen first? COVID vaccine or completion of construction on Eglinton? Oh, God. <laughs> no. COVID vaccine. <laughs> the, the response for this tweet that Shem put out yesterday was incredible. What, what are people, are they pissed off? People have been pissed off about Eglinton for, I don't know, ever? Forever. Dude, since the very beginning? I, I, used, I used to live on Eglinton and like 20 years ago? Bro, I worked on Eglinton in 1997 <laughs> and I at that job had to take a detour bus route yeah <laughs> in 1997 so again okay. Jim's original tweet reads this I'm a 33 year old from Toronto what will happen first COVID vaccine or completion of construction on Eglinton uh-huh here's some of the replies this is like what's at this is like asking what happens when the unstoppable force meets the immovable object <laughs> no one knows Another person said, hasn't Eglinton been under construction since the last pandemic in 1918? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, somebody else wrote and said, I lived in Toronto over 20 years ago. Guess what was under construction? Yep. Years from now, my great-grandkids will get to witness the opening of the Eglinton LRT. <laughs> I'll miss it because I'll be dead. I am 23 years old right now. <laughs> A lot of replies saying things similar to this. Unfortunately, I feel as though the Leafs will win a Stanley Cup before either of these things happen. Hey, now. Come on. Whoa. What are you doing? Whoa. Okay. And there's a lot of Leafs will win a cup before. Well, there's a chance that, you know, just chill out with that. You can even just. No, just stop. Don't be rude. Okay, don't be rude. Another don't person go into a wrote, man's timeline and start soiling it with stuff like that. Another person wrote, better chance of moving to Mars before either of these things it's happen. true. The construction on Mars will be done before the construction on Eglinton. Michael Jackson will return for another oh. dangerous tour performance before either are completed. Oh, jeez. And a lot's going to have to be done for that to happen. <laughs> you got to build a lot more things in streetcar tracks. <laughs> Oakland Zoo getting vaccines before you. Google it. <laughs> <laughs> As a fellow 33-year-old from Toronto, I can confirm that neither are happening anytime soon. Yep. Last one. Okay, stay with me for a second. Yeah. Maybe the COVID vaccine is on Exodus. (laughs) (laughs) The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. What up, y'all? I don't know. How's everybody doing? Yeah. Feeling good today or what? No, it sucks. Oh. Already? Why? Well, because I don't like coming to work on days when everybody else in the family has the day off. What do you mean? Because kids don't go to school today. Oh, they don't? No. Oh. Oh, Easter Monday. Kids get Easter Monday off, whatever that is. Yeah. Right? So they give kids Easter Monday, this created thing, Uh and then I come into work. So 
the dynamic in the house is different. Like the night before. The morning's fine. I get up, I do my thing, I come in. But it's the night before, right? Because it's a party. It, yeah. I'm the only one that is like looking at the clock. I'm yeah. the only one that is worrying about the next day. They're not mm-hmm. making lunches. There's no, hey, did you get all your things together? Is all your home? There's none of that, right? It's like a party. They're on vacation and I'm not. Yeah. And I don't like that dynamic. Okay. It's the imbalance. Yes, it bothers me. Why don't you just take today off? Let me take today off. How am I going to do that? Then I'm going to sit at home all day. <laughs> balance brother balance <laughs> you can be with your family yeah. you could have been partying last ah, night with them no, but I, this is my thing it's like what else would i do nothing yeah right yeah. like i would be up at this time anyway and i would just be sitting there doing nothing so right. there's no there's no point how was uh, your long weekend i was busy man i was yeah. just doing like we took advantage of the nice weather um just spent like the entire time outside just doing yard stuff boring yeah. stuff yeah and that's about it. That's it. Maury, there was, was like zero relaxation whatsoever. How was your long weekend? It was awesome. Yesterday was my brother Daniel's 17th birthday. Oh, my God. You got a 17-year-old brother. He has hairy legs. Yeah. I saw him in shorts. Hairy legs. Interesting thing to notice on your brother. Because <laughs> <laughs> he came walking <laughs> yeah. from the kitchen to the... Because I was out in the driveway to yeah. hand him his gift. Yeah. I got him takeout steak. Yeah. And I noticed that I was like, oh, my God, I haven't seen you in like a year and your legs are hairy. Yeah. You know what 17-year-old boys like? What? Is when like older <laughs> dudes go, oh, my God, your legs are so hairy. Yeah. It, <laughs> makes them feel, it makes them feel so secure, mm-hmm. right? Like, yeah, just incredible. And today's my uh, dad's birthday. Okay. And my uh, husband, Matthew, made me give him all my booze. What booze did you have? Like um, unopened Grand Marnier, uh, vermouth, like things that I've had in the liquor cabinet. You have a for liquor how, cabinet? For how long? How long do you have this stuff? 10 years. It's a limited oh, edition bottle no. of Grand Marnier that I got 10 years ago. Um, and Matthew loaded it all up in a bag, cleaned it off, dusted it, and was like, this is you all going to You didn't even get your dad. dad like an actual gift gift? No, he got leftover booze. Hold on a second here. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on a second. <laughs> What's wrong with that? You, Maury Sherman. Damn it, Maury. If anybody, you are so judgy with gifts that people give you. And if your dad doesn't come through heavy enough, you have like railed against him because you as a grown man think that you deserve. Do you know who's the happiest person on earth? Who? My dad. Does he know that this was all free? Oh, yeah. You're a, you are rotten, man. <laughs> Did you get him anything else? Did you get him a card? Oh, no, I got him a card and a $15 gas gift card. You got your... Da- <laughs> okay. Have you seen the price <laughs> of gas? his eyes are so yeah. judgy right now. $15 yeah. in yeah. gas? Yeah. That's not even enough from him to get from the driveway to the end of his street. Yeah. No, he could literally go for $15. <laughs> you know what he could do? Is he could go from the pump to the front of the door of the gas station and walk in and buy a lotto ticket. Then he's got to go back to the pump again on his way out. <laughs> Such like, a- that's all you get for 15 bucks. Who gives somebody $15 in gas? Well, the other option was 50. <laughs> well, you're the worst. Yeah. You're the wor- How old's your dad turn? 65. He turned 65. Oh my God, that's, that's a... His- that's this a monumental age. Is that why Donna said this is a very special birthday? Yes, 65 I couldn't is, figure it out. 65 is huge. You give him the man 10-year-old vermouth. <laughs> you give a, a dusty bottle of booze that you didn't even pay for. Yeah. It was like some promotional thing and $15 at a gas station? Yes. Oh, Dusty God. ass son. Come on, no wars. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Did you watch any SNL on the weekend? I did not. No. How was it? 
I didn't see any of it. I'm oh. just kind of catching up now. Uh, Daniel Kaluuya was the host. Yeah. And St. Vincent was the musical guest. But uh, one of the things that they did was the Britney Spears talk show. Okay. With Lil Nas X was the guest. Oh, yes. Who played Lil Nas X again? I don't remember that guy. Chris Red, name. right? Yeah. I like that guy. And uh, they go through talking about the Satan shoes and then the devil lap dance and all this other stuff. So here, listen. listen is it true this. that their Nike is made with human blood? Yeah, but I don't know why Nike's so mad. Their whole thing is just do it. Well, I did it. <laughs> what would you say to the religious folks who were mad that you gave Satan a lap dance? I would say, you know that wasn't the real Satan, right? It was a dude in a Halloween devil costume because the real Satan doesn't do, like, music videos, so maybe chill. And then, uh, of course, this. Would you be willing to give a lap dance to God? Just to even things out? Hmm. Okay, yeah, I guess. Wow. Happy Easter, everyone. <laughs> and should I again remind people that was not the real God? That was just my friend Gary. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's what they do, though, right? Like, you gotta, well, yeah. You Lil gotta jump X, on the... Uh, the hype train tweeted SNL going to hell. It's crazy that whole story because like for, for me, I was really fascinated with it in like an endearing way almost when everybody was coming after Lil Nas X, because as I'm like growing up when I grew up, right. Mm. As like a fan of metal. Okay. Back in the day, you had organizations like the PMRC with Tipper Gore and the Filthy 15. The Filthy 15 were a list of 15 songs that this group put together that were too dangerous for children. Oh, God. And yeah. these guys were taking bands to court for subliminal messages that didn't exist in their songs. And bands like, you know, like even Ozzy and like all these other metal bands that would use the pentagram on the covers of albums. Like they were devil worshipers, right? Yeah. And like these were like hardcore Christian right and government bodies that wanted these bands buried. And I had thought that the world had evolved enough that I was never going to see another pentagram scandal ever again. And then so when Lil Nas X comes out with these shoes, I was like, are you kidding me? Yeah. We got another pentagram scandal? Yeah. I never thought we La would see. Lap dancing the devil and everything. I never thought we would see another pentagram scandal. And of all people, it's never. the old town road guy. <laughs> it's the old town road guy. <laughs> it's causing all this with mess, a pentagram. right? <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Roz and Mocha's DM. Deep dive. Things get weird in three, two, one. Happy Monday. Welcome to it. Deeper Prashad is here with another round of uh, the, the Raza Mocha DM deep dive. I know you spent the entire weekend going through all the DMs. Oh, yes. What have you been able to find? Okay, we're going to start off with something real nice. So this comment comes from Samantha. Samantha says, I don't always get to tune into the show, but when I do, I laugh and smile. A great way to start the day. So thank you very oh, much. Oh, thank I like you. That. What's your nice. name, Samantha? Samantha. Thank you, Samantha. Okay, the next comment comes from Cindy, and she says, I listen every day. Y'all make my day. So nice. Thank you very much. You. Those are always the, uh, that's always the best feedback is somebody saying that you made their day. Yeah. That is the greatest thing you could ever say. Okay. I like our DMs today. Oh, you're going to hate the next one. Oh. <laughs> Set it up with something real nice, and then we're going to switch gears a bit. That's so. a quick turn, huh? 
This next one comes from Robert. Robert's really mad at both of you. So he says, OMG, I have a bone to pick with you. To hear my favorite morning host talk bad about Zack Snyder's Justice League. No, 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 guys, for starters, if you are any type of DC fan, not only have you watched the four hours already with no breaks, plus you've put the other one done by the guy who shall no longer be named into the garbage, not even worth reselling. So the people you are telling this to are the ones who are not big fans but are curious. Then they should only be watching Zach. So how could you say there's nothing new to get out of Zach's? Holy crap. End of rant. First of all. Jeez, man. I don't know (laughs) if we said that there was nothing new to get out of it. I had a lot of problems with it. Somebody on social came after me the other day on Twitter calling me old, saying I was too old to get Zack Snyder's (laughs) um, (laughs) Justice League. And I'm like, like, you're telling somebody that I'm too old to understand Batman and Superman? (laughs) Like I like I'm too old for that. Like I saw Superman in '78 in the theater, right? Like, I, but I'm too old to understand Batman and Superman. I'm just not a fan of. Uh, I'm just not a fan of Zack Snyder. There, that's it. You, people love him. Other people don't love him. I'm not a fan of the way Zack Snyder writes. I'm not a fan of the way he directs. I'm not a fan of his storytelling. And four hours of it, I found it to be too confusing for a four-hour movie. And I found it a bit disingenuous to call this the Snyder Cut when there's no way that a four-hour movie would ever be released in theaters. So I think that for an authentic Snyder Cut, it should have been under the constraints of what would have been allowed to have been released theatrically. Sure. Like and two, then, two and a half exactly, hours, And then we would have got a sense of what he actually wanted to do. Right? That's all I was saying. I didn't like it either. And I think that maybe part of the reason is because I watched the original one the week before. And I didn't like that one. So I already had like a bad taste in my mouth for Mm -hmm. Justice League. And then this one, this new one, the Zack Snyder one being four hours, Mm -hmm. I just thought it was like... I don't know. It was just like a big waste of time for me. Mm-hmm. It was too too long of a movie. Is that mm-hmm. what got to both of you was the length of it? Like other, yeah. like if it was shorter, do you think you would have enjoyed it more so than the original one that was released? Maybe. No, yeah. I, I didn't. Maybe. I, yeah. No, I would just was. I'm just not a fan. Like, I'm just not a fan Fair of. Enough. I'm not a fan of his storytelling. I'm not a fan of the, the writing. I don't like the i didn't like the story Mm -hmm. i just it was it's another big bad who comes from another planet who has to put their version of the infinity stones together to start start to destroy worlds Mm -hmm. right like i was just like i've seen this before but only i've just seen it much better right and i was i was bored like i like honestly i know it's very easy to get bored during a four-hour movie Mm -hmm. but Zack snyder is to me he's a he's a like he he makes boring films and that's just my opinion oh robert's gonna be even more mad sorry (laughs) (laughs) i apologize robert's gonna DM again tomorrow. Yes. <laughs> I'm going to look out for Robert's <laughs> next comment. Um, okay, the next question. This is the last question. This is from Margot. Um, she says, if this has been answered before, I'm so sorry, but why does Mocha tuck his hoodie strings inside? Oh, interesting. Oh. I've never noticed this about you. So... I have talked about this a few times, like on the show and on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Whenever I leave the house in the morning, Jenna's still sleeping, right? My wife is still sleeping. So I always, always, always still give her a kiss before I leave while uh... she's sleeping. And there was one time where I was wearing a hoodie and the string, when I like bent over, the strings like brushed against her face and she freaked out because she thought it was like a spider or something. Oh. She hates spiders, right? right? So ever since then, I always thought before I lean over to give her a kiss, I make sure I tuck in my the strings on my hoodie so when i bend over it doesn't hit her in the face and then ever since then like i've done it so much now it's like instinct whenever i put a hoodie on i automatically tuck the strings inside yeah do you always wear a t-shirt under your hoodie 
No, not you anymore. Don't. I used to. You do used to. Does yeah. the string, do they, does it aggravate your nipples at all? If it brushes what? up against your nipples no, when I you tuck it in? You that would try to be crazy. I've never noticed. Good. Why is that funny to you, dude? But what does it matter with you? <laughs> Grow up. That crossed my mind. Like, why? <laughs> no, I've never noticed. Grow up. We, we, are, we are two grown men who are fully capable of having a conversation about sensitive nipples without you snickering. Okay? <laughs> Why are your nipples real sensitive, Ross? Over the line, Deepa. Over the line. Yo, DM the line open. Hit us up. Ask a question. Make a comment. Deepa for shout. We will see you tomorrow. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. I was looking at something about being middle age. Hold on. I what? lost it. <laughs> Is that one of the signs? <laughs> Shut up, Maury. For God's sakes. Stop it. There's not, honestly, there's, there's no worse feeling than having Maury laugh at me. I know. There's no worse feeling. I've never felt lower. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, they asked a bunch of people. Yeah. First of all, when do you feel that middle age hits? Oh, God. When do you feel well, if you do the math, you 45. Okay, what? But, but, because I, I did the math. Like, if, you, if you're 45. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And then you add 45 plus 45 is, is. 90, yes. which is pretty much how long you're going to live. You think you're going to make it to 90? <laughs> yeah, you ain't making it to 90. <laughs> if yeah. you're lucky. You're gone so, by the end of the week, bro. <laughs> so long. So, so I did the math, and if you make it to 90, well, 45 I'm going to be wearing age. that t-shirt by Labor Day, guaranteed. <laughs> Guaranteed. (laughs) Guaranteed. Oh, no. So they asked people when you thought middle age was. Like, when when is the year where you feel that you've hit the halfway mark? Hmm. So, Maura, you say clearly. 45. Mocha, you would say. I say, like, 50-something. 50-something. Do you not understand? Middle age is the middle middle of how long you'll live. But you don't know how long you're going to live. But 50-something doesn't make any sense. Sure it does. I say, like. I'm going to say somebody feels middle age in and around 52. Okay. They said 47. What? 47. No. Is when most people shut up, Maury. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Yo, the only time Maury's math is like 100% on point is when he's talking about your age. Tell me about it. Other than that, you are atrocious. (laughs) Yeah. Because, I know he gets my age perfectly. (laughs) But when it it comes to calories, his heart rate, (laughs) all of this other stuff, you get the math so very wrong. How much you owe the bank. The amount of times you can be awful to your husband and not have him walk out on you, right? All that other math in life lost on you. Now, what they what are the signs? Because if we're talking forty ages, middle age, then, yeah. Uh, what are the signs that you've hit middle age? Okay. Yes. Uh, forgetful. Okay. Back pain. Uh, everything hurts on your body. Yeah, groaning when you get out of bed is on the list. Oh, right. The- oh, what about poor eyesight? Uh, picking comfort over style. What about... I did that with my shoes. You did that in life. Your husband did that with you. <laughs> yeah, that was a good one. Um, uh, think this is a great one. Thinking police officers, teachers, and doctors look young. Oh, yeah. Okay, let me okay. see. Let me the guess. inability to stand up. Yeah, that would be, uh, yeah, groaning when you get out of bed, joint pain, all that other stuff. Uh, hating loud bars. Yeah. Um, needing an afternoon nap. Uh-huh. That's <laughs> what all- about needing an afternoon nap in the morning? Yeah, thank yeah. you. Oh, right? getting up to pee mid-sleep. Yeah, yeah. Uh, nobody does that, Maury. That's crazy. <laughs> 
<laughs> Please. Uh, what else? Let me see here. What about watching uh, television, right? Watching like a movie or TV show, and you always have to have uh, closed captioning on. What are Ross you saying? did that last week. No, I didn't. only watch things with closed captioning on. No, you don't. Yes, I do. No, you don't. Yeah, my Netflix is only closed captioned. Are you serious? Yeah, and then Roxy turned it off, and then I put it on last night. Yeah. And I started watching something, and nothing, and it just didn't feel right. Uh-huh. And then I put closed captioning on, and then Catherine looked at me and went, oh, yeah, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Never going to be able to get a haircut. No, you're not. No. Welcome Ever. to lockdown again. Ever. Stay at home orders is what's happening. All Can of Ontario, we got to stay home. Unless you're essential. <sighs> but what we're back joke. at it. We're back to last year for the next uh, four weeks. What a joke, man. You have to start watching all them YouTube videos that everybody else watched over the past year on it's how to cr- cut your own hair. It's crazy. I can cut my own hair. Oh, I just don't so, want to. Oh. Just got time for that. <laughs> well, we all do now. Yeah, well, you yeah, got you shaved yeah, your you head. You got a nothing haircut though, more. Yeah, but look how great it looks. It doesn't though. I mean, it doesn't look bad. Well, I compared mean, to what? Uh, um, okay. how, uh, <laughs> it could be worse. <laughs> that is true. I will give you that. Mm. Out of all the ways that you've used to describe your hair, it could be worse. Tell I will, you what, it's I will safe. Give you that. Safe, safe as in your husband should feel secure. Ooh. Compared to... He won't lose you to somebody else with that haircut. Oh, he won't lose me. Right. Okay. Yes. But I could still lose <laughs> you. You have, like, baby hair. Like, the tops of it is, like... You know when you see, like, a little Weird, baby yeah. and you can't stop touching the soft spot on their head? Because yeah. it's just, like, fuzzy up there? Turn around. Is the bald spot bigger, though? <laughs> oh, yeah. Huge. <laughs> Damn. No, turn around. Spin around. You can't just do that, man. Hold on. Pause. Oh, wow. Stop. Wow. Well, hold on here now. Let me get my sunglasses. Hold on here. <laughs> just wait, 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 wait. Hold on here. What? I gotta get a... Stay there for a second. Keep you look, look straight ahead. Look, no, no. Turn to your right a little. No, no. Head, oh, head oh, there it is. Head, okay, okay, okay. Yo, hold it, on. It's kind of shaped like it's um. Right. It's it looks like a boomerang right a little here. Bit. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's almost. Can I turn to a little bit to your left slowly? Okay. Oh yeah, there it is. Okay, we're just back to the right again. Keep oh, going. Stop, keep stop. going. Keep going. Keep going. A little bit no, to the right. A little bit more. A little bit more. A little bit more. A little bit more. There we go, right there. Yeah. Oh. You know what it kind There's of looks no like? There's no bald spot. <laughs> you know what it kind of looks like? It sort of looks like Jeez. it's it's morphing into. Yeah. You know, um, Harry Potter's uh, scar. Yes, it right? looks like the lightning bolt. Y- you're right. Um, scar on his forehead. You're right. That's what your bald spot is turning yes. into. Everyone it's has this. Right. It's where the hair comes out no, and no. turns. Turn your Not- head down forward now. Look, look down. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Turn, turn, and turn a little bit to the right. No, the other way. That's left. Sorry. Okay, pause. Turn it down. Down more again. Okay, okay, okay. Hold on here. I see something. There's like something right around, right in there, that area right there. Dandruff? I don't know what that is. I use head and shoulders. (laughs) (laughs) I'm from 1982. (laughs) (laughs) Wasn't there a two-in-one shampoo years ago that they, they said... You weren't supposed to remember when two in one shampoos were all the rage. Yeah, right? shampoo and conditioner. Shampoo and conditioner. One bottle. And there was Pert Plus. Yeah. Right. And then there was, I think, Prell. I remember Prell. And Prell. It's still around. It, I don't know if it is because one of them, like, you weren't su- supposed to, like, they found found out that like one of these two in one shampoos that are real, like, it did bad things to people. Is it the one? Because yeah. I used to, I used to use a dandruff shampoo that smelled like tar. 
<laughs> oh, that's um, uh, that is a medicated one. Yeah, I remember? Um, really? Yeah. And the shampoo came out like it was like a dark, dark color. Oh, was that? Um, oh my God, Sense and Blue. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, I was gonna say it's in a blue bottle. Sense and Blue. Sense, Sense and Blue. No, seltzer. No, seltzer. Seltzer. Blue? Not seltzer. Um, Not, it wasn't seltzer. Seltzer. Yeah. Is that what you said? Seltzer blue. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I remember that bottle. Anyway, something. There was something about controversial ingredients. But in now one there's of those three in ones. ones. Three in ones. What's, What's the third? third? The, I have the a water? three in one. No, body, hair, and body shampoo and conditioner. You just have one bottle that you just squirt <laughs> all over yourself. <laughs> 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 like you're some sort of like hot oil wrestler. <laughs> like you just like, with that visual in my mind. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life update. Hello, Melissa. It's Roz and Mocha. Welcome back to Fix My Life. Hey guys, how are you? We're doing good. Um, so we talked to you like literally a month ago because yeah. COVID had messed with your wedding. As it has with everybody's wedding over the past, you know, 12 going on 13 months now. Mm-hmm. And you had gone through a lot of breakdowns. You didn't really know uh, what to do. And I remember the conversation that we had was, you know, the difference between you're wanting to be married and you're wanting to have a wedding. Because the reality was, if you just wanted to be married, you guys could have done it that day if you wanted to. Right. Right. So what did you guys wind up doing? Well, we ended up getting married. You did! Yeah! Congratulations! Thank you. That is yes. amazing. How did you how did you do it? Because you had so much pressure on you and you had canceled yeah. and there was outstanding all this other stuff and the pressure from everybody else in your families and 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 you guys just wanted to be married. So what did you decide on and how did you do it? So basically from the time that we had literally hung up with you, we probably canceled and rescheduled and canceled again, like probably like five or six more times. Wow. <laughs> Yeah, it was just a lot of pressure, like you guys said, like from the families, they wanted to have more of like a party and like, you know, we we can't do that right now, obviously. So we kind of just struggled with the idea of going back and forth and trying to kind of please everyone or just to kind of get married and have the party at a later date. And we ultimately decided, you know, the marriage is what is really important to us. And I just want to thank you guys because every time we kind of canceled and wanted to hold off on the, the marriage part of it, I kept hearing Ron in the back of my head saying, do you want a marriage or do you want a wedding? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we ended up just going with it. We had a, a super small ceremony with like 25 people at church and it was amazing. It was a perfect day. What and a I, story. And I bet you, you guys are like super happy that you went through with that as opposed to a couple hundred people at a church and then having to worry about a hall. Like and this also, was yeah. much more enjoyable. And, and just you having to wait. You can't so do that now. Yeah, exactly. Right? Exactly. Um, so, exactly. So, so what's the, what's the plan? I assume when all of this is over and we're all vaccinated and everything else, you guys are going to have some sort of party, right? Definitely. Yeah. We're hoping like the end of September, hopefully. Yeah. Uh, we still have the money that we put towards the hall. And like, same with the photographer, we had postponed the photographer as well. Um, and we had uh, just our friends take a couple pictures of us before and after the ceremony. So yeah. just because we didn't want to lose all that money just for, you know, like two, three hours kind of thing. Okay. Right. But your photographer, like, cool now? Because I remember you were having problems with uh, with him with not being able to, like, split dates or offer any type yeah. of refund. So you still have to use a photographer because you paid your deposit. 
Um, but yeah. you're cool, like he's cool with, with changing dates for whenever that potential date may be? Yeah, so we okay, kind of good. went back and forth with him on the phone for like an hour one day. And he, you know, it was kind of hard, but he ended up saying, okay, like, you know what, we'll reschedule one more time. But this is kind of like the final time kind of thing. Yeah. So we're going to kind of wait until a couple more months, hopefully, to see what it looks like. And then we'll go ahead and book for September, October. Okay. Mm-hmm. But that's yeah, it. Now you guys are married. Uh, congratulations. Yeah. That's so great. <laughs> and I bet the the 25 people to, that you were allowed to have in the church to be a part of it, uh, they were must have been just as happy as well? Definitely, yeah. yeah. It kind of took a little bit of convincing just because, you know, they wanted the whole traditional Italian big wedding. Oof. And, you know, we, we can't do that right now. So they just kind of had to Wait, now when you say it. they, do you mean like your parents? Or, and his parents? Yeah, like, yeah, it's always the parents. Mostly my side. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm the Italian one. He's Jamaican, so they're they're cool. But um, <laughs> yeah, no, it was mostly like the my like my, my grandparents, like the older generation kind of thing. You know, they wanted yeah. a whole big party. They wanted to invite all their cousins and. Just, and nieces and nephews and just to put things in, in a context here so you wound up going with the small wedding 25 people um mm-hmm. what would it have been say covid did not exist what would the number at your mm-hmm. wedding have been melissa before you answer can i guess oh here we go <laughs> go ahead yeah 400 people hell no uh-huh. <laughs> okay. because i know an italian couple who oh. had like 400 people at their wedding Bro. Yeah, no, absolutely not. I, I told my mom from the beginning, like, I did not want to invite, like, all these people that I had no idea who they were. So we yeah. kind of narrowed it down to around, like, 160 people. Jeez, mm. that's still too many. Yeah. So my it's, God. It's still too many, exactly. So we were happy with the But with isn't, the like, the, even the if- small, like, isn't the, the, the small intimate kind of wedding, intimate ceremony, intimate celebration that much mm-hmm. more enjoyable because you got to spend time with just those people and it's not like you're walking around a room full of people that you had to meet for the first time yeah like your grandparents friends like (laughs) (laughs) my grandparents alone had about like 10 people that they wanted to buy like just like their friends i'm like i don't even have like two friends that's a hard no (laughs) sorry gram you don't get to invite your friends to my wedding (laughs) absolutely not nona yeah, exactly. But it was amazing. We had a great day. We ended up oh, uh, like taking a couple pictures after. We went to uh, Niagara for the day. It was really nice. Oh, that's so great. We're so yeah. happy for you. Congratulations. Thank you guys so much. And thank you for your help in, uh, d- in deciding this for me or helping me decide anyways. Sure. Um, it was honestly a, a, a great deal that it did to us. So no. thank you guys. Uh, Melissa, we're so happy for you guys. Thank you so much. Thank you guys so much for calling back. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life on KISS. Last week, a TikTok video went viral after a girl named Georgia Rose told a story about meeting One Direction after winning tickets to an event from the Roz and Mocha show. And then like less than a year later, her name was in their song, Best Song Ever. Here's that TikTok video. So you know the song by One Direction that goes like this? That her name was Georgia Rose. That is me. So in 2012, I was a diehard One Direction fan, and I won a contest on the radio to spend one day with One Direction. Georgia, <laughs> you and a friend are going to see One Direction oh for a special YTV taping of One to One with One Direction live at a secret location on Monday. You will get to see One Direction. You will get to meet One Direction. Oh, my God. Thank you so much. So I went with my sister, and while I was there, I gave them something with my full name on it, which is Georgia Rose. They really liked my name, and then a couple of months later, this song came out. That her name was Georgia Rose. 
And that, my friends, is my biggest flex. She said her name was Georgia Rose. I know, I know. It's me, it's me. <laughs> uh, welcome back to the Raza Mocha Show. It's been forever since we talked to you. I know. Yeah, so that first time that we talked, we were doing this massive One Direction contest, as we had uh, as we had just said. You were the lucky winner. Can you take yeah. us sort of back to that day when you were getting set to go down and meet the guys from One Direction? Yeah, I was I was a diehard yeah. fan, like diehard. So I pretty much spent the whole day hyperventilating and freaking out. It was like, it was pretty much the best day of my life. And when you got there, did you have a plan? Like, because when you're young and you're at that age, you're like, I'm going to go in there and I don't care which one I marry, but I'm going to marry right. one of the guys in One Direction by the end of the day. Like, were you sort of like that kind of fan? Is that why you gave them your number? What were you hoping? Yes. To, what were you hoping what, was going well, to happen? I was hoping for a marriage proposal. That was my hope. But right. I would have settled for like just a phone call. <laughs> Didn't get either of those things. Um, but yeah, my plan was to give the phone with my phone number to one of the guys and just like cross fingers that I would get a phone call. Didn't which happen. one? Which one? Which one were you hoping? to? Well, Harry the... is the love of my life. Oh, so it okay. Okay. It Okay. Yeah. What if it was somebody yeah. else that said something to you though? Like if it was like Zane who was like, I'm you know, in town for I a couple of days. I still would have accepted the phone call. Oh. Oh yes, of course you would. <laughs> of course you. Of course you would. Uh, so what happened the first time you heard the song from One Direction, best song ever, and you heard the line where it said she said her name was Georgia right. Rose, won't th- went through your mind. So like immediately I- you were like, Yes, that's me for sure. Oh, absolutely. Because when I, because I, we literally had that conversation, like with it, they were like, I love your name. How, like, my name is Georgia Rose. It's hyphenated. Uh-huh. So they were like, Is your name Georgia? Is it Georgia Rose? Is Rose the middle name? Like, we had that conversation about them liking my name. So when I heard that song, I almost flipped out. Like, I did not know. I was not functioning. Truly, I was not functioning. So in the lyrics, it says, uh, she said her name was Georgia Rose. Um, and then I believe the next line is, her father is a dentist. And then My the dad next is line, not a dentist. Okay, so your dad's not a dentist. Okay. No. Because yeah. then the next line after that says she had a filthy mouth. Right. Yeah, I know. No, no. The rest of it, I, I, I like to think the rest of it's just random. <laughs> is, there, is there a chance, is there a chance, do you think, that maybe that there is in the world another Georgia Rose who Absolutely. this Okay. Okay. But not, but she's not the one they're talking about in the song. It's you, right? I mean, listen, we'll never know. It could be a huge coincidence. We will never know. But what do you guys think? Uh, I think it's you. I honestly think it's you. Yeah. Like, how could it not be me, right? Like, you give someone your name written on a phone, they explicitly tell you that they love your name. And then months later, they come up with a with a song with your name in it. Right. After your TikTok video explaining everything. Yeah went viral have you heard from anyone like either at the record label or like one direction or like any one direction fans kind of like validating this oh fans like insane amount of fans are literally some of them are like but you know they didn't write the song some of them are like literally creating fan pages of my face like i have this thing has just blown up into something bigger than i imagined well surprise um (laughs) surprise surprise (laughs) harry styles is on the phone right now no, you're lying. Nope. I don't believe you. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> oh, my <laughs> God, shut up. <laughs> Yo, if Harry Styles asked you right now, will you marry me? You'd probably say yes, right? 
Yeah, it would have to be a yes. It would have to be a yes. Right. Do you have a boyfriend now? Like, would you be dumping no. somebody for Harry? Okay, cool. Okay. Don't I have just, a boyfriend. I'm okay. single and ready to mingle. Oh, now yeah, are you yeah. only with Harry Styles, though. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, congratulations again all these years later um, on winning that uh, that day with 1D. Congratulations on being the, the confirmed 100% right out of Harry Styles' mouth. The inspiration <laughs> the inspiration right. for right. for that uh, for that Thank song. You. Uh, you guys allowed my dreams to come true. No, it's really great to catch up with you. How old were you then? I don't know. I, I was in 2012. So I'm you, 20, how old am I now? I'm 24. So you were a kid. Like you were. Yeah, I was, yeah. I was a little and baby. If, I remember correctly for the contest, it yes. was like done through Twitter. Right. And Georgia Rose kept getting locked out of Twitter. Like you kept getting <laughs> I thrown. I can't believe you remember that into Twitter jail, yes. right, for this contest. And she, every day, would create a brand new I'm, Twitter I account, right? I just want right? to formally apologize for <laughs> straight up harassing you. Yeah. Because when I say I literally harassed you from seven different fake accounts to try and get your attention to win that contest, yeah. like, I'm just, I'm sorry. No. Well, who knows? If you didn't do all that, you wouldn't have won the contest. You wouldn't have I met know. One Direction. You wouldn't have been able I to know. tell them your name. They wouldn't have been able to tell you how cool your name is. And then your name I wouldn't know. have ended up in the song it could have been somebody completely different right By there far. you go i will and i will say yeah. this to just to, to sort of cap this off here Moke and i have been doing the show a lot of years now and back then in 2012 when we we hadn't been on the air all that long um it was wild kids like you that helped us build what we have Aww. today so that we owe so you georgia rose a huge thank for you uh because that every because so you just being so incredibly into what we were doing and one day and all of this stuff at the time it, it was the kids like you that really put this show on the map right. and it's that you guys are the reason that we do this show today oh thank 100%. you that makes me so happy to hear yeah georgia rose Thanks, much love to you it was great connecting with you again much love to you guys thank you so much for joining us on the Roz and mocha show today. all right i'll speak to you guys later <laughs> take right, care girl bye all right bye the Roz and mocha show podcast podcast would you go to space yes you would huh absolutely why not i wouldn't why it's so much can go i have no business in space I have oh. no business Just in space. Just out of curiosity, I totally would. There's a reality show coming out called Space Hero. Oh, where do I sign up? This is what they say. As space flight opportunities open up to more people who aren't professional astronauts, yeah. the space industry, which is largely insular and elite, will need to find ways to make space travel appealing to the public. The show, which is currently in pre-production, takes on a reality TV format with 24 contestants competing for the grand prize of a ticket on board a ship bound for the International Space Station. Hmm. The 24 contestants from all over the world will live in Space Village. During the filming of the show, which plans to feature space tech development by dozens of nations uh, and agencies so around the world. The, reali the reality show starts first on Earth and yeah, then you win to go there. It's like Biodome, right? So the reality show is not in space, though. No, no, no. The reality mm. show happens on Earth. And yeah. I guess they create some sort of fake space station. They say that the drama uh, that we'll have in Space Village is not going to be about the last piece of toilet paper or who gets kicked out. This is a very different drama, they say. The drama is the realization of where you are. Hmm. Space hero. Um, I Do don't I have like to be it. all, like, uh, knowledgeable in... Like math and stuff? No, because they don't. Well, I mean, may, uh, being knowledgeable in math, I think, will always help you. No, a little but like bit, in right? a spacey kind of way. Like these well, astronauts. That's not true. Right? Like you have to have knowledge of. 
I don't know. Do you? Because this, to me, this they're not or looking they're just for send astronauts. Me with like a crew. Yeah, they're See, not I, looking hmm. for astronauts. They already have a ticket. Folks, okay? okay. They already have a ticket on the uh, Axiom Space Mission, which is expected to fly out in 2023. So I'll they already up. have a ticket. Is there a link? You got a link? Send me a link. Uh, yeah, I'll send you the link. Don't See, you worry about it. I go to space. It. I just don't. I'm afraid of going upside down. There's just things people shouldn't do. Like you know when you go to Vegas, right? And you can live your life going to work and you take a meeting and you make sure that your bills are paid, all this stuff. And then all of a sudden, these guys get on a plane and go to Vegas and they think that they can r- drive a race car and shoot a machine gun. Mm-hmm. Okay? That's what this is like. So Vegas normal, normal people shouldn't be doing stuff like this. I have no business in space. I have no business driving a race car. I have no business shooting a machine gun. These are all things that once the opportunity is there, people feel that they're capable of doing I'll do it. it. I'll but sign you're up. You'll driving. sign up. You're just a passenger no, going they, there. You can drive anything in vegas you can drive no, anything I mean, to go to space like you're not I, driving I have the ship. no i have no Flying. business i have no business Flying. going to space i first of all i'm terrified really? terrified oh, same thing of going upside down no just I, I wouldn't i have i am so i would never do it it is so terrifying to me the idea of going into space you know you on one of those ships space. no don't care you also lose bone density more so you come out like jelly that's true <laughs> you come out like you're 80 Remember, um, in your case, ninety. Commander hundred. Remember, uh, <laughs> Commander Hatfield. Didn't he say when he came back to he Earth, had the bone density of like a ninety-four-year-old woman? Yes, and he had to learn how. He basically had to learn how to walk again. Yes. Yeah, you become Don't you jelly. Sit, like on a chair with a blanket over you no, for a while. No, but you have no. You there's regain? no. There's there's no compression. There's there's yeah. no gravity. There's no working out your muscles. So with this reality show, right? Yeah. Once you get up to the space station, yeah. Does it say? in that description that you have there, how long you're on the space station no, for? No, but I don't think that they, you give you responsibility. I just think you just go no, up there and kick it. For like a couple days? Right, what yeah, if you're bored I and think so. Leave? No, Martin, what are you talking about? You, you, you wouldn't be, you're not going to go through the process of a reality show and then get bored. Yeah. No, right? but once I'll you're up it. there, if you're like, I'm good. No, I'll do it. Send me a link. Yeah. I'll have to take time off the show, but I'll totally do no, it. No, you would do the show from there. From space. You're gonna give him that much time off. Yeah, I give you. If you want to, no, I won't give you. I'll give you time off to go to space. But who? To, who do I? What do you mean him? I take the time off yeah, when I want. Anyway, anyway, I can't. I can't deal with this nonsense. Okay. <laughs> What's it called? Just, space Force. It's called no Space Hero. Oh, Space Hero. Yeah, Wait, is that me right there? there. <laughs> it's like That's you. me. <laughs> I'm a space hero. Yo, I'm signing up. Legit. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Let me read you this. Because I know how you feel about escalators and people who use them to walk up and or oh, down. Oh, God. You hate. It's just, you're not, you have, use a thing the, for the way that the thing was designed to be the thing, right? Right. Don't, I, on the it, other hand, have no problem standing and waiting along with the escalator esc- as it takes me up or down or using it to walk up or down. I have no problem with either. Three greatest inventions of all time. Yes. The escalator. Yes. Microsoft XL. Yes. Toenail clippers. Okay. Listen to this. To reduce the risk of escalator injuries, a district in the northern part of Tokyo, I hope I'm saying this right, Saitama or Saitama? Sure. Will be enforcing a new ordinance which will go full force starting in October. And this new rule requires train passengers at this one particular train station. Mm Mm-hmm. To stand still on the escalator and to not walk up or down. This new ordinance is prompted by the fact that from January 2018 to December of 2019, there were 
five cases of injuries mm-hmm. that occurred while passengers moved on the escalator. Let me tell you something, okay? You're not that busy. Also, being the only person in a room that claps for something is really embarrassing, guys. I got no support. I got no support from anybody in this room. Because nobody else in the room okay? cares. Okay. You are this not. Much. I, 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 I'm so annoyed when people start walking up escalators and then when they come up behind you and they huff. Yeah. Or if you're on one side of the escalator and you got like a shopping bag in your hand and they deliberately knock my bag with their knee, yeah. right? You're not that busy. You're not going anywhere. Yo, why is your voice getting louder right now? Because you know how I feel about this. <laughs> It pisses me off, right? (laughs) It pisses me off. Just stand. It's going to take you up, right? You're not that busy. So no walking up or down uh, escalators at this one train station in Tokyo. I'm doing it again. Like, guys, Um, honestly. The Japan Elevator Association also said that this new rule is needed as the escalator is not designed to anticipate sudden movements, and this is why passengers need to stand still and hold the handrails whenever they are on it. Yeah. I think I actually read something somewhere. Maybe not a reputable place, but I read it. <laughs> okay, sounds legit. Where, can't wait. I, don't, I, I can't source this. I don't fact check anything. Okay. Uh, but I, I remember reading... <laughs> Uh, but I remember reading something somewhere where they actually said that if everybody just stood, yeah, you move more people than you do if some people are standing and some people are trying to walk, right? I read that. Did I? Maybe. <laughs> you don't even know. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Did you watch Godzilla versus Kong? Did not. Uh, $48.5 million since its release on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. I rented it. You did? How was it? I liked it, man. Yeah? It's a big, dumb monster movie. Yeah. yeah. Sure. Why not? Yeah. But you see, you can go. I think there's like, what was I reading? Like 55% of movie theaters in the U.S. are open already. I know. That's crazy. I mean, limited capacity, but absolutely half of them are open. They're getting there. More. And the studio's got to make their... They have to. Got to try to make their money yeah, any way they I don't, can. I'm so fine with watching things at home, though. I Same. don't need this I whole thing. three movies like, this weekend, one of which was one Mocha recommended. Which was? Barb and Star go to Vista Del Mar. Oh, my God. I love that movie oh, so the much. The Club, yeah. That was the best movie I've seen it's in a long time. It's the best movie. It's Barb what and Star. The name? So I was watching Godzilla vs. Kong, yes. right? Uh, in the basement. Yeah. And oh, because the boy's too young, right? Oh yeah, yeah way too young. Yeah, way too yeah, young. Yeah, yeah. He's almost four. Wait, way too young. Yeah. No, oh, just this, just this monsters. Monster movie, man. It's not cool. Uh, and yeah. then Jenna and her mom were watching upstairs. Yeah. We're watching um, Barb and Star. Were they? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> God, I love that movie. It's so good. What was it? I was thinking about it. What's the name? Remember when they were on the? And because it's fresh in your mind now, Maury. Yeah. What was the name of the person that they were talking about? The made-up story that they were Trish. Trish, that's yeah. it. On the, well, on the airplane. There, yeah, there's yeah, no, yeah, there's, yeah. there's no, there's no famous actress named Trish. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that's the, yo, if you haven't seen Barb and Star, go to Vista Del Mar. Please, yeah. please watch yeah, it. When they it's get kicked, so dumb. They get kicked at a talking club. Uh, at their own house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Eating hot dog soup. Spoiler yeah. alert. Uh, <laughs> Ew, that soup was nasty. Um, yeah, no, Barb and Star go to Vista Del Mar is a great one. I have not seen uh, Godzilla. We started watching Slacks. 
What's Slacks? Slacks was the movie that um, that opened up a couple of weeks ago uh, about the genes that come to life and murder people. The killer genes. The killer. Yes. The killer genes. Oh my genes. god! The trailer for it looks so dumb. Yeah. So we started watching that. I I fell asleep, but I got right to the point of where the girl put the genes on, and then she went into the bathroom stall uh, at work because she she was having stomach cramps and thought that it was um, uh, period pain. But then she went into the stall and then the jeans just tightened around her and like cut her in half. No, <laughs> yeah. because in the trailer, there, are, there it shows like a couple of like really Bro, gory, so, horrific scenes. This movie is wild. Yeah, the jeans sort of take on a life of their own and then they yeah. start killing people. Yeah, it's it's, uh, it's incredible. But the movie was actually quite enjoyable. I was it really slacks? Yes, yeah. But you fell asleep. Yeah, I fell asleep. I watched that. Like, I watched, I, I, sometimes I only need to see 15 minutes of something to know whether I like it or not. Yeah. Right? And the first 15, 20 is slacks is enjoyable enough for me that's all i needed so you didn't even get to see how it ended no how is it gonna end the genes kill people or they kill the genes but somebody has to kill the genes it's fine or one did, of them will or did the genes like survive don't know and, like there's gonna be a sequel slacks don't, too don't know don't know not interested i like the movie i give it a good recommendation Based on 15 minutes. Or maybe somebody <laughs> bends over in the jeans and it splits. May no, the jeans split you. You don't understand, Maury. The jeans split you. They cut a girl in half and they just like constrict her while she's sitting on the toilet. <laughs> this movie slacks. <laughs> Bro, I'm telling you. I'm telling you. There's the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Yo. Jenna's so mad at me. Jenna's mad at you? <laughs> yeah. Mocha's wife, Jenna. Why? What did you do? Because we had the worst night last night. Yeah. So when you say worst night, what is the worst night like in your the house? Worst, worst night of sleeping. Like I, because she was awake a lot last night. Okay. We went to bed early. I went to bed early, as I always do. Right. Yeah. And then at around, so early for me is like between eight thirty and nine. So Cruz, our almost four year old, woke up in the middle of the night. It was like twelve, twelve thirty. And uh, and he was like upset. I think he ha was having a dream or or just something, right? Mm -hmm. So I had to go. I got up out of bed and I went and I laid with him for like thirty minutes just to get him comfortable and sleepy again, right? Yeah. So I came back to bed after I put him back down to bed. I came back to our bed, and she was still a little bit restless because she wanted to make sure he was okay. Okay. And then we fell asleep, and like an hour later. So one thirty in the morning, I had a nightmare. No, you didn't. I had a nightmare that she had to wake me up. No. I screamed so loud. <laughs> you need to talk to somebody, so, man. So like one thirty in the morning, right? And then, and then I fall back asleep, but I guess she didn't because of, no, she's been up since. So at two forty-five, my alarm goes off <laughs> and wakes her up again. No. Oh no! The first thing I hear when I roll over is, "I'm still awake." Oh no! <laughs> That's the worst. I feel so bad. That's the worst. Dude, I feel so bad. That's the worst, so bro. Bad. And then you have to like you. Then you have to <gasps> like fake that you had a bad sleep too. I know, right? Even though you probably felt great. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> She's not around. You can say you felt great. <laughs> I, mean, I kind of do. Yeah. I kind of do. Can we call her? No, 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 no. no. I'm not no, going to call no, her now. No. Oh, come on. We do, like, we have to call no, her. No, no, absolutely not. No, not you, don't want, you don't want to call her? No. <laughs> no, no, absolutely okay, not. It's, still, it's too soon, Maury. Yeah. It's too Trust soon. Trust me, today she, I am you, taking the long way home. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah. I'm not, I'm not side streets the entire way yeah, home. No yeah. highway. This is the phone call, Maury, that you make, you know, after she's had a couple of nights sleep. This is not the phone call you make after you kept her up all night. Yeah. <laughs> like, like that's, bring her something on the way home, like some soup? Suicide, No, man. I'm just going to pretend like nothing happened. Yeah, that's what you do. You take it to the grave, pretend nothing yeah. happened. Hey, babe, how's it going? What do you want yeah, to do today? Yeah, you look great. All this other stuff, right? <laughs> like... The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Bachelor in Paradise Canada is on its way. I am so excited about this, Roz. Uh, it's going to be on City TV. Regular fans have been applying to be a part of this show because that is a big, big aspect of what this new season is going to have. And as soon as they announced Bachelor in Paradise Canada, the question became, well, who's going to be the bartender? Because we know Wells Adams did it in Paradise for the U.S. franchise. Yeah. Uh, the announcement that Kevin Went is going to be the bartender for Bachelor in Paradise Canada. Kevin is a six. He found love on Bachelor in Paradise. He's engaged. He's supposed to get married like soon, but then COVID ruined everything. Yes. Yo, Kev, what up, dog? It's Razamoka. How are you, man? Hey, what's going on, fellas? How you doing? Good, good. Good. Uh, Yo, this is like the Godfather. Every time I try to get out, they pull me right back in, huh? (laughs) Yeah, that's me, I guess. (laughs) Just when I thought it was out. But then they made that phone call. It was like, yo, Kev, how about coming over to Paradise? Yeah, I feel like this one's going to be a little less stressful on my end, which is nice. <laughs> yeah, so so you're in a very unique uh, situation because you're a paradise success story. Yeah, I feel like there's not many of us. There's not many of you. And so <laughs> so aside from just sort of, you know, going, like, are you going to, like, spend it? Uh, have they already told you that you need to, like, make sure you're ultra ripped because they're going to want you to take your shirt off and all that stuff? Uh, but what is the what is the advice that you... Come on, we, it's, it's, uh, we know, we know, we know, we know. Um, but what sort of, what sort when it comes to, to sort of talking contestants through this, especially with this one, because it's not only people who have done the franchise before. There's going to be some new people there. What do you right. want? What do you want to make sure, as the sort of confidant on set, that they understand about the process? Well, I mean, I feel like it's a fun position I'm in because you know, being the bartender is always the the ear to talk to kind of thing. I mean, I leaned on Wells pretty hard when I was in uh, Bachelor of Paradise on the on the American side, and uh, like you said, being you know in Toronto, living with my fiance, planning a wedding that you know, came from paradise. I, I can kind of act a little bit as a big brother, I hope, or a big brother to, to the cast members. Um, and I kind of have the, uh, the best of both worlds. I got the production side where I kind of know the ins and outs, but I also get to be kind of a friend of the contestants. And that's always what the bartender's job is. I just want to have some fun. And like I said, I get a no stress, serve some drinks, have some drinks, and hopefully it's a fun summer. Hey, do you have to go to bartending school before you uh, hit up paradise? <laughs> well, luckily my fiance was a bartender in college. I think she's going to give me a crash course. On oh, okay. <laughs> ordering okay. Drinks. I'm, I'm good at ordering drinks. I'm not the best at making them. So I got to work on that. Now, um, based on your experience being in paradise, what is like a typical drink? Like what are, are, are you expecting people to order? Are they ordering extravagant things or are they just keeping it simple? Like vodka soda, rum and Coke, maybe a margarita here and there. I feel like similar to what Roz said about the rip thing. Everyone comes with that mindset of let's stay ripped. So it's a lot of like tequila sodas gotcha. or like the oh, yeah. low cal, the low cal, maybe a splash of cranberry, but nothing too crazy. I won't be doing too many pina coladas. Okay. So, so there's no funnel behind the bar. <laughs> then well it is canada it is canada because <laughs> okay. honestly honestly kev if you don't get at least one of those guys to do a keg stand i think you may have failed at your job <laughs> episode one episode one we'll thank you thank you now how does this work are you and are you and astrid able to like are like are you able to like still be together while you're shooting because i know you're not a, you're not a contestant so when when they're not shooting are you guys or do you have to like be apart from each other for this whole time i'm not sure if astrid's going to be involved with the show yet i guess that's kind of 
still being discussed, but I know she's going to come and quarantine with me. We okay. do the full quarantine with the cast, and you're just in the paradise bubble. Um, just like the American franchise has done the last few seasons, you just have to be in the bubble start to finish. Um, so, yeah, I've been working on getting holidays off the fire department, all that stuff, so I can go away and just be fully in it for, for the whole whole filming. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so, Kevin, uh, we know that you've been announced as the bartender for Bachelor in Paradise Canada, which will be airing on City. Do you know, based on your conversations with people, do you know who they've already asked, reached out to from Bachelor Nation to be a part of this? So I feel like the I shouldn't know, <laughs> but the American, <laughs> but the, the the American, the American people who get the calls, they they got pretty loose lips, especially because really? they know I'm the Canadian, the Canadian contact. Yeah. So I've had a few people reach out and ask, you know, what are my thoughts, and obviously I say. This is uh, this is going to be a nice like fresh or breath of fresh air for the franchise. I think showcasing our like lakefront paradise is just a it's just going to be a cool show. And I've I've talked to a few Americans. The cast is going to be pretty good. Did you have a conversation with production to say, hey, listen, I'm all for doing this and going in and playing the part and having a good time and throwing some advice around. But please, if you could not cast somebody who I have previously made out with, that would be great. (laughs) <laughs> you know what? That's, that's not a conversation we've had, but I should probably have that one. I would, yeah. I, 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 I would, I would, I would think that maybe you should, man. Yeah, I'll get on that today. Um, and and so, Kev, tell us about this because here's something that um, I don't think has ever been done in the franchise before. But so. With Bachelor in Paradise Canada, you're going to have folks from Bachelor Nation be a part of this. And it's going to be cool to watch. I know that three <laughs> finalists uh, have been selected, and the voting is taking place right now, citytv.com. Yeah. Have you seen the videos from these three finalists? What are your thoughts, and how do you think that they're going to uh, make it on Bachelor in Paradise Canada? How do you think they're, they're going to do? Well, I feel, I, like I said, I feel like it's uh, it's such a cool opportunity because you get to kind of fly in. There'll be some pretty pretty big names from America that if they're true fans of the show, they might be a little thrown back to see, you know, first day. Um, mm. So I think it's just exciting for whoever gets the chance. But you never know. It could be two. It could end up being three or four of them. We don't. I don't think they fully understand how many are going to be in the show. It's just going to kind of roll with the punches. That's usually how Paradise works. Man, if if, if Claire and Benoit show up, I'm like, yo, so wrong. Could you imagine? <laughs> <laughs> okay, if Claire and Benoit show up, we got a good show on our hands. Okay, okay. Kevin? Yeah. <laughs> Have Claire and or Benoit texted you yet? I will not say. Yo, if they didn't, you would have said no. Oh, here we go. <laughs> here we go. <laughs> I do feel like Claire Claire can't go one year without doing a show, so she might have to come back. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I think that text was sent. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you're the best. Uh, congratulations on this. Everybody is so pumped for Bachelor in Paradise Canada. Uh, the bartender job, as you said, is the sweetest gig in the world. World, and please uh, keg stand episode one, okay? <laughs> Amazing. Thank you guys for me on. Much love to you, brother. You take care. Okay, guys. Take care. Bye-bye. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. You see the story about Tandy Newton? Who is that? Remember? The, she's, she's um, oh my gosh, she's been around forever. Actress from, um, I guess, Westworld was the last, like, real big thing she did. Okay. One of these stories where, and I always assume that when somebody's changed their name along the way in show business, it's because some manager or agent said that it's either too hard to pronounce or there's somebody else already in the union with a name like yours. Sure. So that's why you get Michael J. Fox and so on and so forth, right? That's not his real name. 
Well, no, but you have to put the J in there because oh. I'm sure that there was somebody in somebody there who already Michael had Fox. Michael Fox, right? right? So that's why you always get those things, okay. right? So Michael B. Jordan, sure. right? You know, not to be confused with. Right. <laughs> you have to have something that differentiates you. And oftentimes, um, stars will have names that are too hard to pronounce or back in the day, they were too... What, Maury? Just FYI, there is no J. Michael J. Fox. His actual middle name is Andrew. There you go. Um Tandy Newton, Tandy Newton. Okay, yeah. is one of these stars that changed her name along the way, but it wasn't because of the advice of any sort of management. She changed her name because in 1991 when she did her first film, a movie called Flirting with Nicole Kidman, yeah. they misspelled her name in the credits, and then for 30 years she just went with it. What? <laughs> they misspelled Tandy? Yeah, so her real name is... Tandiway. So Tandy is spelled T H A N D I E. Tandy Newton. Oh, I got to spell okay? it so I can read it properly. What is it? Okay. T H A N D I E. Newton. Tandy Newton. Okay. Okay. Tandy. Sure. Tandy. Okay. Okay. Yeah. But her actual name is spelled T H A N D I W E. Oh, so they just forgot the W. They forgot the W, and for 30 years, she just went with it. Do you think because she just liked the way it looked? No, because people just don't want to cause a fuss, right? Maybe so, new actress. Yeah, you're, you're just in a starting movie with out. a big star. Yes, yes, all of that stuff. So now, after 30 years, Tandy Newton is going to start going by uh, Tandiway Newton. No, Which too is late. her actual... Do you think it's too late? I think it's too you late. You can't reclaim what was no. what is yours? After 30 years? After all these years? No. no? I say that that's wrong. Really? I huh? think that's... Uh, oh, I was like all happy for, but you no. say too too far gone. Yeah. If you're in the biz, yeah. you're in the business, right. right? You're still doing this thing. Right. You have this 30-year career where you had multiple opportunities, even at, at your second job. Yeah. You could have said to someone, hey, they misspelt my name in the credits for the right. last movie I yeah. was in. Yeah. Didn't want to say anything. It was no. my first big role. Yeah. Nicole Kidman was in the movie. Sure. Big star. Yeah. Uh, here's the proper way of spelling. But she went 30 years. That, that's right. on you. <laughs> okay. Well, that's on you, Fandy. I, on the other hand, am very happy for Tendiway Newton. Morning. <laughs> Fun fact, this is how exactly how Andy Warhol got his name. They uh, dropped the A in Vanity Fair. It's Warhola. Is it? Yeah. Well, there you go. Andy Warhola and Tendiway Newton. No. After all these years. Too Too late. late. You had your chance. Wow. (laughs) You screwed up. (laughs) The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Did you uh, see that clip of Pete Davidson on Fallon talking about how he lied to Alec Baldwin about what he does for a workout routine? What? No. And then Baldwin wound up doing it. In no. His, yeah, in his own life. No. Yeah. <laughs> he totally trolled Alec Baldwin. Well, it wasn't. Listen to Pete Davidson tell the story because it, because he it wasn't so much that he trolled him, more so that he just didn't want to embarrass him. I guess. New York City uh, is now legal. They're legalizing weed. No. No, the other one. Oh. Alec Baldwin. There we go. Yeah. He asked you, how do you stay in shape? Is it true that you do 100 push-ups in six? No. So I was on set and Alec was hosting and it was a sketch where I had to be shirtless and like I'm a little bit cut or whatever. So he came up. Uh, there's no like nice way to say that. Okay. I've never said that. Yeah. <laughs> so he came up to me and he was like, what do you do? And 
I, and I didn't want to be rude and say, like, I just still have metabolism. <laughs> so I'm not, I'm not in my mid-50s. <laughs> I just wake up like this. So to make him feel better, I was like, oh, man, I do 100 push-ups and 100 sit-ups every day. And he was like, got it. <laughs> and then... And then he got uh, the, the Trump gig, and so I would see him every week, and every time we would run into the hall, he'd be like, 100 a day. <laughs> Come and on. he started to do it, and he lost like 100 pounds. Yeah, he looks fantastic. Yeah, he's, and it says it's all because of me. But isn't that a thing? Isn't that a, hold on here. Uh, yeah, it might be a thing, but Pete Davidson is not doing that thing. Isn't there right. like a hundred push-up? Isn't there a challenge? Not a challenge, but like a military-style workout where every day you're supposed to to do or work your way up to doing like a hundred push-ups, sure. hundred sit-ups. Uh, I think but it's for like people who squats, work out, for people who work out, a hundred like sit-ups is nothing. For I people guess. who work out, like it's nothing that you barely break a sweat doing a hundred yeah. sit-ups. But when think, you're like a workout man, guy, girl, whatever, when yeah. that's your when that's your life. Doing 100 sit-ups is nothing. Yeah, I think Pete Davidson was like, yes, he made it up that that's yeah. what he does. And Alec Baldwin started doing it. But I'm pretty sure that there's something in there where it's like you're working your way up to doing 100 push-ups, sit-ups, back or whatever. In the, back in the 90s, I would do an easy 250 with the ab roller. <laughs> oh, are you being serious? <laughs> yes. No. Yes. With the ab roller. With the ab roller. No, is that the one? Easy. The ab roller. The little wheel with the handlebars? No, on no, the no, side no. Where you would roll no, out and then pull, no, your, no. pull yourself back no, in? No, 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 no. The uh, ab roller was that giant we, that giant round metal contraption that you put yeah. your head on. It had a head pad on it. Uh-huh. And you had pads that you held your arms on, and it rolled you like you would push it, and it rolled oh, you forward. Yeah. Moms had them, right? It was it's the, in my parents' basement right thank now. Thank you. It was the ab roller and the thigh master. And then when you were recovering on weekends, you'd strap yourself up to Dr. Ho. Right? Like that. And that was that was the Pete Davidson workout of my day. But man, back in the day, easy, you could easily do 250 on an ab roller. Easily do 250 on an ab roller. I would knock that out watching. Uh, how, about, how about right now? What, 250 right now? Uh-huh. Please. I couldn't, I couldn't, I was blow drying my hair this morning. I had to take a break because even holding a hairdryer above my head for five minutes, okay, I couldn't, my my problem was this. I started sweating from the workout of drying my hair that as I was drying it, my hair was getting wet again. So I literally had to pause, shut it all down, get a glass of water, go back in, finish drying my hair. So Uh could I do 250 right now? (laughs) No is the answer. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. and mochas fix my life what advice can you guys give me okay so my question is my question is got a problem you can't fix Roz and mocha got you hi al how are you i'm good guys how are you good welcome to the Roz and mocha show um so thank you what's happening uh i have a new brother and my dad wants to give him a family heirloom that was promised to me like you have a new brother as in like a baby brother or long lost oh here we go yeah you wrote us this uh razamoke a few years ago i found out that i have another brother uh we get along well and i'm happy to have him in my life but i found out recently that my dad is planning to send 
a family heirloom to him as a surprise gift. I absolutely agree that he should have family things because he is family too, but this is something very special to me and he has zero interest in it. I've tried to explain this to my dad, but he refuses to listen. I think my dad only wants to give it to him to get in his good books because my brother is fairly famous and extremely wealthy. I've thought about talking to my brother about it, but I don't want to seem petty or create trouble with him. Yo, who the hell is your brother? <laughs> he invented something that's, yeah, he invented something. We can, we can bleep it. We can bleep it. We'll bleep it. I need to know this. Okay. His name is He invented Now he runs a company that does Oh, wow. That's like super rich, huh? <laughs> okay, so he's okay. Oh, he got money, money. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so can you tell us, uh, Al, what is the family heirloom? Can you say that? Yes. So it's a portrait of my grandfather, well, our grandfather, um, from right before he left for World War II. It's the official portrait, and it's like in the official government frame. It's, it's actually really beautiful. It's all hand-carved. It says like for king and country. Um, it's about about the size of a large laptop so it's like a fairly good size sure, yeah we actually have it because of me because we had it most of my life and then when my grandfather died we gave it back to my grandmother because my grandparents met during the war so it was like only right that she have it and then after my grandmother died i was the one who brought it back home mm-hmm. so it's something that's like always been really special to me i've actually looked into having it copied but because of the way the frame it will the frame is part of what makes it so special, but also because of the way the frame is, in order to have it copied, you basically have to destroy it. Like it's, <sighs> oh, the way it's like all nailed together. Jesus. And because it's like like it's about eighty years old, um, I've been told that like the pictures like adhered to the glass on the front. So yeah. if you tried to take it apart to copy it, you'd probably destroy okay, it. Okay. So you love this thing. Very much. You've 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 had moments in your life where you've made the decision to protect this thing and bring it back to the family, so nothing bad ever happened to it. And right? You seem to know a hell of a lot about this um, photo too. Yeah. Why does your dad oh. want to give this to your rich brother? My my best guess, and this is like complete guess. My grandfather in the photo looks a lot like my brother. Like my dad and my mm. brother have no resemblance to each other, but like my grandfather in this photo. Like there's a resemblance to my brother. Gotcha. My yeah. other guess is my dad is somebody who tends to show like love and affection through money. Like here, mm. go buy yourself something kind of thing. And I, he can't really do that with my brother because my brother's extremely wealthy. Extremely. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Wait. So when you said that you just found out that you had a brother, did your dad know about your brother? Like did was did they maintain a relationship at all? No, this no. Was, so oh, we wow. knew he we knew he existed or my yeah. my parents knew he existed, but they had no idea who was my dad's child. Oh wow. So is he now like a part of your family? Like you guys talk all oh, the time? 100%. And, okay, okay. A hundred percent. Like he lives on the opposite side of the of the country. Like he he lives in LA. It sounds like so, also I bet you he has a boat, huh? <laughs> he sounds like he sounds like a guy that has a boat. He probably named his boat. I love my grandpa. Yeah, exactly. Oh, this guy sounds awesome. Actually, he's really cool. Like, he's oh. a really cool person. Like, a really cool person. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, so what do you do? Well, I think you got a couple options here. One, you could um, you could pinch it. You could take it. Um, put it away somewhere. I've actually thought about that, but, like, it's it's not somewhere where I could do that. 
I, I think that you're I think that you're only play because your dad is obviously trying to make good on years of doing nothing with a son that he didn't know he had and then he finds out he's rich so why wouldn't you kiss a little ace right um, so I, I think that your only play here is to go directly to the brother. Mm-hmm. I think that your only play is to say, hey, listen, you know, we're the, we are not stranger to stranger. I know we didn't have a life together, but I am your sister and we need to talk right now like brother and sister. This is what's about to go down. This is what this thing means to me. This is what I've done to make sure that this thing stays safe in the family. And I was really planning on having it in my life for the rest of my life. I think that you I think that your only play is to go to your brother <clears throat> with it and if your dad chooses to then still send it to him maybe the brother sends it back to you because you guys have this sibling thing and you've built a bond over it and you've uh, and you've opened up that's the other thing because i actually talked to both canada post and u.s customs and they both told me do not send it through the mail because of the way the frame is uh, u.s customs would slice it up so if it goes into the mail it's going to be destroyed what if your brother just took the private jet up here it's <laughs> <laughs> true i think that this is a conversation between you and your brother like tell your brother everything. Just say, listen, this 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 guy wants to send this thing through the mail. I I've already talked to people who have who have had, all of them have advised against even doing that. Uh, here's how I feel about. It. Tell your brother the whole story, and then tell him you'll give him something else nice uh, that's family ish to hang in the boat. Well, that's the other thing because I already gave him a framed copy of my grandparents, and he was just like, cool, but I don't know these people. <laughs> 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 Yeah, you got to talk to him about this. He'll be reasonable. Trust me. Trust me. He'll be reasonable. Awesome. Thanks, guys. I really appreciate it. You take care. Bye-bye. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life on KISS. Oh, today? Today is going to be a sexy-ass day. Oh. 19 degrees. Excuse me. And here I am wearing a sweater like a jabroni. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> 19 <laughs> degrees is what we're getting to today. Sun cloud mix. Mainly sunny, though. Yeah. It I ain't was, mad. It was the same. It was warmer outside this morning than it was in the house yeah. when I walked out. <sighs> it's going to be gorgeous. Like so was, get outside. A okay with that. Socially distance and enjoy. Yeah, and it makes sense now, especially with everybody back in lockdown. And it hurt a little bit less this time because it's nice out. Yeah, it's beautiful. Right? You just go outside. For sure. Go for a walk. You can go sit in the yard or your balcony or do whatever you got to do. Yeah. Get together with friends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, you can hang out and. Yeah. Hit up a patio. <sighs> right. Please, get some drinks. Please. Go to the beach and hang yeah. out. Feels different this time. No, people are pissed. Yeah. As they should be. I agree. It's tough. It's really hard. And, uh. They're going to start doing vaccines for different postal codes and stuff like that, which is what they should have been doing from the beginning, but they didn't. Does I that wonder make if, sense? if the situation in the states kind of like got them to jump and and really kick things up a notch. Yeah. When once we started seeing, especially in the past like two weeks, yeah. what they've been doing in the states, and especially in New York, right, where like pretty much everyone's going to be vaccinated by like next week or week yeah. and a half. Yeah. That they kind of like kick things into high gear because we've already known that the country had X amount of vaccines, more than enough for yeah. people, right? But they just weren't doing anything with that. I'll tell you, you know, when it really hit home for me yesterday was uh, I left here and I went and did a full day with ET Canada from yeah. home. I do the show from home. Uh-huh. And yesterday afternoon, I was interviewing Howie Mandel. Oh, okay. Over Zoom. Howie Mandel, when COVID happened last year, he showed up in a full hazmat suit to do America's yeah. Got Talent. You yeah. remember, right? And Howie Mandel, like told you. Pff, Howie Mandel, like very much on the leading edge of wash your hands, be safe, don't breathe on me, don't touch me. Yeah. 
terrified. Howie Mandel hasn't like left his house to do anything when all of this was in the thick of it. And I'm interviewing Howie Mandel yesterday, and Howie Mandel is like, are you still in Toronto? And I was like, yeah. And he goes, man, I'm sorry. Oh, no. Yeah, he's like, oh. when, when you talk to Howie Mandel and he's cool yeah. <laughs> about everything that's going on because he, he lives in Los Angeles, right? And he looks We're, at and he that, looks at you like poor you. You know you're in a bad way. And in LA, it was less than six months Bro, ago where they were the worst. Yeah. And then they're gonna worst be fine. Place. They're all gonna be fine. And they're gonna be fine. They're all gonna be I fine. I gotta say, man, because I've been it's funny you bring up Howie Mandel. Yeah. Cause I may be following in Howie Mandel's footsteps right. when it comes to certain things, the way he lives his life. Yeah. Cause COVID, I'm not gonna lie, COVID kind of messed me up. Yeah. I think I might be done with handshakes. Oh yeah, I think a lot of people are. I think, I think I'm like I'm gonna are. just be a fist bump kind of guy. Yeah, even that people. though, still like it. Yeah, fist bumps are fine, but it's, it's like somehow if you think that <laughs> if you think that my knuckles are any cleaner than my fingertips, yeah, no, I got I know. news for I you. Know. I know <laughs> you don't know what I do with I'm my just knuckles. Putting out the warning right now, like don't reach to to shake my hand because I will not. Yeah, and I don't want to be rude. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't know what Howie, I can't remember if Howie he, Mandel. He used to he, fist bump. He used to he fist just bump. does fist bumps, yeah, right? Like, if somebody reaches their, their hand out. I don't even think he's doing that He doesn't anymore. say it, right? He doesn't say, like, or he just, like, goes in for a fist bump. If you go in for a handshake. He backs up, and yeah. he puts his fist out by his chest. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. That's going to be my move. That's your move? Yeah, that's going to be my move. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> like, maybe you guys, like, we're all in our own little Whatever. bubble here in this room. Yeah. Like, I'll shake your I hands. I don't like touching people anyway, though. Right? But, like, yeah. I just think in, in general... Yeah. I think I'm done. Yeah. Yeah, it's probably safe for a while at least, right? Until you accidentally do it one day and then you're just going to obsess about it for the next 24 oh, I hours. Know. I know. Yeah. Lay my hand you're going to be like on that guy's Twitter being like looking for updates. Yeah. You still healthy, bro? <laughs> you still good? Howie, I need you. <laughs> hey. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. So there were pictures of uh, Matt James and Rachel Kirkenall together. Oh, yeah? yeah? Like recent? In New York, yeah. Yeah. And then one of their reps told people that they are not together. He supports her as a friend. He is not looking for a relationship, but they're hanging out. Like, where were they? I don't know. They were spotted together in New York. Huh. Don't know what they were doing, but they're But they have to know, like, out. if they are outside in public, in a place like New York City, there's going to be cameras around. Know, Someone's going to snap a shot. I don't know, because, yeah, I'm, jeez, they were just, they were just hanging out. It doesn't say anything other than hanging out, so I don't sure, know, I don't know what fine. that means, just kicking it. But it's weird, man. Like if I, if you went through all that publicly, and then like, all think, the awkwardness on the show, yeah. like I would just just Facetime me, you know? Completely. Like don't, let's not go out. This yeah. is gonna cause gonna text. ruin my week. If if we and hang out, week. yeah, both of our weeks, yeah. And then people are gonna wonder if we're back together, and then I'm gonna have to deal with the whole thing of like whether I'm contributing yeah. to rehabbing your relationship, and, and then I'm gonna start like getting what? dragged into this again. It's and, only been like a month since. Okay, but. We wrapped up the show, right? Sure. What if he loves her, though? Okay. Right? Let's just say. Let's just say that, you know, after all that went down with the sort of racial, racist, all that stuff that went down, everything that went down on After the Final Rose with the new host and all of it, what if he still loves her? What if he just can't quit her? Can he go back to her? Would it, be acceptable in, would it be acceptable in any world? Not in public. <clears throat> no? But what no if he way. loves her? He can't just say, I love this woman and get back together with her? I people, don't. People wouldn't accept that? With the way that story went? Yeah. Sure, he could love her. Yeah. But you, right? don't, think, you don't think he can get back together think, with her? I don't think. Uh, 
No? I don't think so, man. No. I don't think the public would. I think he'd but be eating we? alive. But who are we, though? I know, exactly. Who are we? Who are we? Right? Maybe she's a changed person, right? Maybe they've had conversation. Yeah. I don't know. But who are we? Maury. I uh, just wanted to let you know his last uh, post was uh, that he made banana bread. Okay, great. <laughs> okay, hold on, though. Yeah. Important question. Banana well, he bread said for somebody one or two. violated his banana bread because they cut it down the middle and took a chunk out. Mm. I bet you it was that racist ex of his. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> Damn that, Only <laughs> somebody. But that's how they used to do it back in the antebellum days, I bet. Right? Just cut bread right down the middle. That's <laughs> all she knows. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix. Roz and Mocha got you. Jen, how are you? It's Roz and Mocha. I'm good. How are you? Good. So, what's going on? What's on your mind? Well, my 16-year-old daughter has been a nightmare, and I'm just at a loss. Yeah, you wrote it says, Roz and Mocha Fix My Life. I'm a 35-year-old single mom, and my 16-year-old has stolen my car multiple times and has been a nightmare this past year. Uh, When she failed two classes in grade 11, I started to take away privileges. No more horse. Uh, Sold the car. And next was the phone. She ran away to go live with her strange father and refuses to speak with me. Uh, I got her a counselor and everything, but she won't talk to me at all. The police won't help. It's been six weeks without my my daughter. And I'm so distraught and I need help, please. Oof. What is her father saying about all this? Have you talked to him at all? Yeah, so we, um, we've we had an up-and-down relationship, but I, I have communicated with him a little bit. Um, her dad isn't taking the parent approach. He's being more of her friend. Yeah. So he's allowing her out. Um, I heard, like, through him that he, he let her go out to, like, 1 a.m. a couple weekends ago. Mm-hmm. Just lets her do everything, and she's... Um, Like from her schooling, I can see she's behind in over eight assignments still. So she's still not passing her next semester. So, of course, she doesn't want to live with you. Of course. Of course. That makes 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 perfect sense. And he's he's not enforcing anything. He's just letting her run wild. Yeah. So why is he he letting her do this guilt, right? Well, and I think so because he um, hasn't really been in her life Uh actively like that for so long. So I think he's kind of taking it as like, oh, now I've got family with me she's um he fe- he feels he feels guilty for being a lousy dad and she's taking advantage of that guilt right right okay yeah um so i i the, the most important thing is that uh, sort of like leave the kid off to the side for one quick second and <laughs> what you guys have to do is you and the father uh need to have a long conversation and you need to have a conversation about how you don't have to get along, okay? You don't even have to like each other. What you guys are in right now is you are business partners, and the company you're building is a 16-year-old girl. And the only objective between the two of you is to not let it fail. And right. um, and that is that needs to be the conversation that you have. You guys, you don't even have to talk about anything else. You don't have to communicate. You don't have to be cordial. You just have to be on the same page that the only mandate between the two of you is to not screw this kid up. Right. And and if you're not on that same page, it's not going to work because he's right. going to continue to feel guilty and all the responsibility and the heavy lifting will wind up on you as it does with most moms. And mm-hmm. she's going to continue to take advantage because the advantage is there to be um, uh, had. 
Uh, so that's that's where you have to start is that you guys have to both be on the same page. Now, do you run the risk of her like, you know, pushing her away completely, all this stuff? Sure. But you reduce her areas where she wants to go and you sort of uh, want to build ways to have conversation before the running. Right. Right. And you got to figure out why the running happens. You got to figure out why she doesn't want to be with you other than you're a hard ass who takes away her phone and sells the car. And that's all I've done is take away privileges yeah. from her. Instead, you know? yeah, you have to, you have to, you ha- you guys have to communicate as much as you punish, maybe even more so. Um, mm-hmm. Jen, when you say that you got her a counselor, like what else is going on in, in her life that you felt like you needed outside of everything that you explained to us? Obviously there's something else going on. Um, what is she, is she dealing with anything like anything emotional? Is she dealing with anything with people at school or? Well, that's what I was kind of thinking. Cause she kind of got involved in a, um, a wrong crowd that I didn't really approve of, which kind of started the snowball effect. Mm-hmm. But, um, I, I figured also because of being locked down and everything, she was maybe a little bit depressed. That's sure. what I thought. Yeah. Um, because she, her stealing my car and doing that was careless. And I mean, she's never been like that before. So. I don't know if she held like a little resentment towards me for anything. So we did some joint counseling for like two months and we, we did, like she did one-on-one. Um, and I mean, as far as I knew at that point, when it was all done, like we were fine, mm. but she just took off a couple of weeks, uh, six weeks ago. During the joint counseling, like what, I mean, you don't have to share obviously everything, but yeah. did she express to you, um, what she was going through or what was on her mind or what she was feeling? She was just really quiet. Um, okay. There wasn't really there wasn't really much that was told to me. And she just said, you know, we're working on things, you know, um, but I didn't really get a lot from her at the time. So I told her, like, if I'm getting you a counselor, you might as well tell them everything because that's the whole point of it. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think Roz is right, though. I think you have to tackle this with her father as well. And you both have to be on the same page. Most times too, it's not like most times when somebody does run, it's usually over something specific, right? Right. And, and the, it it just, everything just sort of builds up, builds up, builds up. And then they just, they bail because bailing is an immediate response to get out of a specific situation. Um, And when you start sort of stacking all of these things, then, you know, you're building more walls, more walls, and then you just punish, punish, punish. Um, But you have to, you got to be able to, priority number one is being able to talk to your daughter, right? Like it's, it's not about the phone. It's not about, you know, staying out. Like you need, all of those things can be worked on together, but you have to be able to talk about them. And, right. and when you just start, you know, laying hammers down, um, you're you're not doing the relationship any good. You have to be like working on open dialogue, and mm-hmm. having your 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 ex or the or her father involved in this is is always going to be the priority. Punishment is not the priority. You're not right. going. She's not going to snap out of it because you've just taken so much away from her. Once once you take everything away from her, she leaves because you've left her with nothing else. Yeah. Well, now you have options. <laughs> Right. You have a couple more options there. And you got to figure out what causes the stress. Right. You got to figure out um, what what in what in your environment and in your dynamic is leading to these walls not being able to come down. No, I agree. Yeah, I agree. For sure. Okay. Does that help, Jen? No, it does help. Uh, I wanted some insight because I didn't know what I should be doing or shouldn't be doing. Okay. And, And just always, always, always let her know you love her. I do. I always send her messages. Okay. Yeah. All right. Thanks, okay. Jen. Okay. Thank you very much. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life on Kiss. 
So Bieber dropped a surprise album yesterday. Yeah, what the hell's that all about? What's that all about? Um, six songs. And you just put on social freedom. Is that extras, you think? Yeah, I just think these are all songs that were from the Justice album, like mm-hmm. maybe from the same sessions, that Song- he didn't end up using because a week after he released Justice, he also released the deluxe version mm-hmm. that had like six more bonus mm-hmm. tracks on there. I don't think if the album did as well as it did, we'd ever hear these songs. I think that you can release extra songs on an EP, just sort of drop it without saying anything when your album's yeah. crushing it. Yeah. How um, are they? I haven't heard them yet. Uh, pretty good. Pretty yeah. good. Big up to my brother. Blessing sons and daughters. Did you just say big we up to my brother? <laughs> yes. You sure did. We in such a living water. This one's called Freedom, by the way. Too blind to see the Messiah. Are you weary? Are you tired? This is kind of uh, a little bit like on a Drake vibe. And this is another song on the album, too. That is a little Drake-ish. What's the other one? There's one called um, All She Wrote. This is uh, new music from Justin Bieber, by the way. We reject what we don't understand. We turn our backs on our fellow man. I want to change, but my heart is bleeding. Heart is hard and can't nobody see me. I want to be there for the ones that need me. I can't stand the pain I see on TV. Jealous because they want to be me. Damn it, man, this life ain't easy. It takes over me. My unforgiveness keeps controlling me. Damn it, I got to get a hold of me. Like, I don't mind it, to be honest with you. And I think these would have been yeah. great, like, in between some of the other songs on the on the Justice album, right? This ain't a simulation, it's a blessing. Is it a mistake or is it destined? Let me play another one. There's one uh, where he, like, pretty much raps, like, the entire song. I think it was this one. It's called We're In This Together. Guess I knew it was the only thing stable. When I was young, I could pick things up quick. Anything that I did, I was pretty good at it. Well, I started school, I was a troublemaker. Thought I knew everything in life, yeah, that caught up to me later. <laughs> I had to learn about humility. I had to grow up and accept responsibility. Yeah, that wasn't easy, cause at 17 I had a milli. Women throwing themselves at me had me going silly. <laughs> On the surface, I felt like the man. But deep inside, I felt deprived, just like an empty can. I've had everything <laughs> in life that people strive for. I knew you'd get a kick out of that line. Come on. Empty can? Come on. You write this morning? Yeah. Anyway, there's like three more songs. There's yeah. In total, six songs on this Freedom album that yeah, I don't Justin Bieber dropped. Yeah, I don't what are you going So at the same time that Justin released Freedom, because yeah. I saw on Haley Bieber's uh, Instagram. Haley Bieber? Oh, it sounded like you said Hilly Bieber. Oh, <laughs> okay, go on. She baked a ton of cinnamon buns and five cakes. Okay. 
I'm just saying. So he's releasing the album. There's busy house. He didn't record it yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's not like he's down in the studio. I got to get this out by midnight. She's like, let me bring you a cake. Yeah. <laughs> like, this was presumably all ready to go. <laughs> One would assume. No, it's, it's, it's not yeah. how he spent his weekend. Yeah, I like, thought. Okay. Like he had a long weekend. He was like, I don't know. Yeah. Record these six songs speaking and then of, like. Speaking of empty cans, boy. <laughs> <laughs> The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. I'm going through the financial breakdowns of Britney's legal fight. Oh, geez. So here's the crazy thing with like court hearings and fights and all this other stuff is when one person has to pay everybody's legal fees. Mm-hmm. You know, like, it's it's wild. Like, if you lose, then they can try and recoup some of their costs, everything else. But the problem is, is because it's Brittany fighting her dad for the conservatorship over the Brittany estate, there's no, like, there's no other side in this. It's no, she's all, essentially it's, just fighting herself. She, yes. So right? the financial breakdown um, works out like this. For the period of October... 2020 mm-hmm. to February 2021, the four months in which this like portion of the fight is paid has played out. Jamie, her dad, his attorney charged eight hundred and twenty-one thousand three hundred and ninety dollars oh and twenty-five cents in legal fees. Wow, seventy-two thousand dollars in costs for a grand total of eight hundred and ninety-three thousand seven hundred fifty-one and eighty-six cents. For a legal rate of $1,090 per hour. Oh, my God. On top of that, on top of that, the conservator of, um, as the conservator of Britney's estate overseeing her financial problems, he's now racking up with a separate law firm, $574,625.19. Okay. So basically, she's fighting to get him to not be the conservator. Yeah. While he is the conservator, he still has to pay lawyers so to, to, man, to manage everything. Brittany still pays that, and she also has to pay to fight her dad to get him to not be the conservator anymore. Um, he refuses to let go. Brittany yeah. said in the past that she's afraid of him. So she's also retained a lawyer who has now racked up $412,288.26. Oh, okay. For a grand total that Brittany is on the hook for of $2.4 million. Oh, geez. This is in October, 2020 to February, 2021. Two mil. Over two, two mil. mil. Over two mil in four months. Four months is what you're on the hook oh, for we don't even with know lawyers. In the amount of years that she's been going through this, no. how much more she's also spent. Also, Brittany's oh. dad yeah. collects $16,000 a month in salary. From her money, though? From her money, from managing her estate. That's insane. He collects sixteen grand a month to manage her estate, which works out to $192,000 a year. Also, he charges her $2,000 for office space that he then uses to fight her to keep control this of all so her stuff. This is so wild. And she pays it all. This is so wild. She, well, pays, she has to, yeah, right? She pays everything because all the money within this fight comes out of the money that Brittany has made. It comes out of the pool that they're all trying to protect. Yeah. So the fight for it is now being paid for by the money within that pool. What a crazy story. Right? 
$16,000 a month is what her dad is giving himself in wow. salary. Man, I feel so bad for that girl. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. So my guy DMX is still on life support in that hospital Oof. in New York. It's uh, almost a week now that he was taken there after suffering from a uh, heart attack due to a drug overdose, allegedly. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then there's all these reports yesterday. They said it's not true, but these reports were coming out yesterday that were saying that um, while on life support, DMX also has COVID. Right. But then fact check, it's not true. No. But let me play this for you. Because over the years, we've heard of DMX and his um, his substance abuse. Yeah. And when it a person is in excess use of this stuff, you always wonder, like, when did it start? How did it start? Mm-hmm. Right? At, like, what age? And listen to this crazy story. This is DMX on a podcast back in November talking about when he was introduced to drugs and who gave him his first drug and let me tell you i'm just gonna warn you right now Mm -hmm. this is absolutely heartbreaking Mm -hmm. it's sad because you can hear in dmx's voice how emotional he's getting retelling the story this guy this guy introduced me to what would be the best part of my life which would be the rap but he also i think my life is blessed with the curse and the curse aspect of it was um let's say i was I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't smoke cigarettes, I didn't smoke weed, I didn't, I didn't, do, I didn't do anything. I'm 14 years old. Why would you do that to a child? And he like, like, like 30, you know what I'm saying? And he knew how I looked up to him. Yeah. He knew how I looked up to him, you know what I'm saying? And like, why would you do that to somebody who looks up to you like this? I mean, the monster was born. The monster was born. I mean, and um. I wouldn't do that to my worst enemy. I wouldn't wish that on my worst enemy. I mean, as I said, especially to someone that you supposedly love. Why would you do that? Why would you you do that? And then he goes on to say and talk about what it was, what that drug was that he was tricked into taking from this guy that he looked up to, his mentor. Me and my man used to do a robbery one night, and it was his birthday, and we came back, we, we spent the money. I said, hey, you know, take this, go get something. Might as well your birthday, whatever. <laughs> so he came back with a blunt rolled up, and he passed the blunt around, and, um, wow. And I hit the blunt, and I'm like, like, I never felt like this, like, it, it just f***ed me up. I'm like... I later found out that he uh, he laced the blood with, with, with crack. Oof, he laced it with crack. First time he did drugs, he did crack, huh? Yeah. My God. And that was kind of the, the gateway for DMX My God. getting into drugs. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. All right, here we go. All right, Mocha, you ready? Uh-huh. Let's do the news. A Roz and Mocha Show and Kiss 92.5 News Break. Danielle Bragoli. Who's that again? Cash Me Outside. How about that? Uh, Bad Baby. Yeah. So she just turned 18 last week. Oh, happy birthday. She joined OnlyFans. Oh. She made a million dollars in six hours. Say that again? She made a million dollars in six hours. (gasps) Apparently, 
Apparently, she made $757,000 on subscriptions alone, then $5,500 in tips, and then $267,000 on direct message tips. What? If you remember when Bella Thorne joined OnlyFans, she made uh, her first mil in 24 hours. Cash me outside. Cash me outside. Cash me outside. How about that? Uh, I was waiting for you to say but How I appreciate that? that. How about that? Uh, did it in six. Catch me outside. How about that? Six hours. I didn't know you could make like separate money through DMs as well. Yeah, I don't know. Apparently there's like, there's tons of more. Come in here with your vast your, knowledge, your, your vast knowledge <laughs> please, of OnlyFans. Hey, if you're going to be an expert on anything. Yeah, go um, ahead. Okay, so you have to, some people charge <laughs> some $8, people. $5 for you to send them a DM of an emoji or hello or anything. You just, just be able to send them a DM. And the worst part is when they see That's it says the seen and they yeah. don't even write back. They just oh, take your money. They just leave you on red. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Catch me outside. How about that? Oh, there you Yo. go. Yeah, a million on, but- dollars, six hours. I don't know. That's, I don't want people, what you're doing, man. That girl's 18. Yep. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Catherine O'Hara. Thank you, Maury. You're uh, welcome. Catherine O'Hara's uh, Moira Rose from Schitt's Creek uh, picked up the Screen Actors Guild Award last night for Best Actress in a Comedy. Aww. Thank you, SAG After members, for watching our show and for placing me in the company of these uniquely and consistently funny women. I share this with Annie Murphy. I'm flattered anyone might believe I could be her mother. Annie is a beautiful soul. And of course, for Eugene and Daniel Levy and their amazing writers, their hilariously empathic storytelling gave me and everyone in the town from which I am currently estranged every possible chance to love, be loved, make happy fools of ourselves, and blossom into the best we could be. And as if that wasn't enough, now this. Thank you. So that makes Catherine O'Hara, she won all five major acting awards this year for that role. So that was the Emmy, the Golden Globe, the TCA, the Critics' Choice, and the SAG Award. Yo, she should get another award just for that. Just for that. Thank you. How is... How is WWE not presenting her with a championship belt? <laughs> I, I don't know. Uh, that makes her only the uh, fourth person in history to sweep all five uh, major That's TV acting awards. Ultimate. Which, which, by the way, like the first one only happened in like 2016. The f- what? Yeah. No. Yeah. Really? Yeah, the first time that happened was in 2016. Because, I don't know, maybe one of these award shows is sort of new or something like that. I don't know. But it was Sarah Paulson. Um, she was the first one that did it. And then Phoebe Waller-Bridges did it. And then somebody else did it as well. Two other people did it as well. Uh, but anyway, there you go with that. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Daniel Kaluuya had a great weekend. Uh, he started off hosting uh, SNL on Saturday, won the SAG Award last night. That is the... What else did he win? He won the SAG, the Globe, and the Critics' Choice Awards. So uh, he's had a great run at the uh, awards season. Uh, this is a little bit of Daniel from his opening monologue on SNL. I know you're hearing my accent and thinking, oh, no, he's not black. <laughs> <laughs> he's British. <laughs> Let me reassure you that I am black. <laughs> I'm black. And I'm British. <laughs> Basically, I'm what the royal family was worried the baby would look like. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I like him a lot. It always trips me up whenever somebody uses, like, I know them from a movie or television show from having, like, an American accent. Yes. But in real life, they have a British accent. 
Yes. It's so weird. Yes. Right? Especially late in life mm-hmm. when you realize that. Super where it's weird. like people that you've watched. Because that always used to happen on like, you know, kids movies and stuff like that. Sure. Where you had no idea that, uh, that the accent was the accent. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Jason Sudeikis um, won again at the SAG Awards last night, and he did not wear a hoodie. He oh. he wore a seventies uh, Gucci style black sweater with the uh, feminist iconic feminist slogan "My body, my choice" on it. Uh, retails for eleven hundred dollars. Wow! Right? Damn. And um, we know that uh, he wore the his. The hoodie that he wore the first time he wore a hoodie, which was the tie-dyed one, was from his sister's dance studio. Uh, and then at the Critics' Choice Awards, he wore another hoodie, which was from Crockett High, uh, the fictional high school in his ex-wife Olivia Wilde's um, debut film, Booksmart. Yeah. So he broke the hoodie tradition, but still managed to still managed to win, which is great. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Um, DMX suffered a heart attack after an apparent drug overdose on Friday. And I guess the story is that he's still on life support in a hospital in White Plains, New York. Sources tell TMZ that the overdose triggered the heart attack and he has, quote, some brain activity, according to uh, TMZ. This is uh, DMX's lawyer, um, Murray Richmond. I'm not, not in touch with any doctors. I'm in touch with members of the family. And uh, that's the source of my information. I pray for him and hope for him. And he's, I know that he's going to, I hope that he's going to make it. Oof. It was so weird. I know because that he stopped himself when he yeah. said, I know he's going to make it. Because the news came out that he was on life support. And then not that long after, they're like, he's off life support. Yes, yes. He's breathing on his own, according right. to his lawyer. Right. And then not long after that, his lawyer came out and said, hey, I was given the wrong information. Yeah. Yeah. That he's still on life support. That's, oh, so sad. I don't know. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Bridgerton star, the breakout star Bridgerton, um, uh, Roger Jean Page, Page, is not coming back for season two. Oh, really? Yeah, and and I'm, uh, Catherine loved Bridgerton, or I just said, she liked Bridgerton. I didn't uh, couldn't get into it; it just wasn't for me. Same. It, the show looked beautiful; people love it. Everything else just wasn't for me. Uh, but I guess why is he not? Is it like a, did he have a falling out with somebody? No, or? that's what I had thought because this is the Shonda Rhimes show, right? Yeah. Um, but I guess the way that it worked was that this was always supposed to be a one and done, and that every season of this show they're going to be it's like an anthology, and from each book it's going to be dedicated to one of the different siblings love story so this was always going to be a one and done and i know a lot of fans took it real hard because they love the guy yeah they want him to be the next james bond um they love the guy but no it was always supposed to be this way like there was no firing there was no sort of animosity there was no anything like that it's just this was the deal that they had set up from the very beginning so the story will continue but just from a different I don't know the show, but I, I, I know or like a different person. I mean, so I know that with each book and then I guess with seasons, yeah, it's going to be dedicated to one of the different siblings love stories. OK, so I don't know who they're who they're going to do this upcoming season, but it's going to move on basically. 
But what? He's like not going to be able to like pop up. Just no, he's done. Like, like that's it. Yes. Like he's they're not going to reference him whatsoever. I like don't he played know. such a big part I don't in know. this family's life. I don't know. And then what do they do? Like kill him off or something? I, no, he's or just gone. He moved, he moved away. He's gone. They're, they're they're focusing on others now. They're focusing on I know, others. But if they're I know. Family, I know. Okay, like, you know sure, what I mean? Yes. Like they all hang out <laughs> and see each you. other. Yeah, you love this show, huh? I'm just saying. No, I'm like, <laughs> give some explanation at least. I, listen, it's just they're, they're just going to move on. It's a whole different story now. Like, he moved to America. Yes, like that's how they're going to explain him not being there. Something like that. They broke up. It was terrible. Yes, something like that. Yes. I imagine it'll be exactly like that. <laughs> <laughs> Feel free to use that line, Sean Rhymes. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. So the story was that a hacker on a low-level hacking forum over the weekend published the phone numbers and personal data of 533 million Facebook users in 106 countries. Oh, no. So they reviewed a sample of the leak and verified several records by matching known Facebook users' phone numbers with their IDs. Facebook CEO Mark Zuckerberg's cell phone number was among the leaked personal data. However, Facebook says um, that this is old data from a previous leak All of this actually went down in 2019, and they found and fixed the issue back then. So what is being published again now is nothing new. This is what was originally leaked in 2019. So anyone try to call Zuckerberg? I don't know. They didn't. I can read everywhere. Nobody put his number out there. I guess that's wrong. Hmm. But I would have liked to have given him a call. That would have been cool. Hey, man, forgot my password. Can you help me out? Yeah, right. Just stuff like that. reset my login? Yeah, man. Yeah. Like just real menial stuff. Yeah. Like poke. Hey, man, can you bring back poke? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I poked you back in 2012. When did that happen? Can you still poke? You can't poke, right? No. no. When did they get rid of that? Because I think that everybody was poking at the very beginning. Oh, right? yeah. And then they got rid of poke. But I think by the time they got rid of it, we had all just given up on poke. Completely. Right? You know why? Because everybody back in the day, we were, we were all pinging each other on BlackBerry. Right, ping. I, I think the poke was replaced by the ping. It was. Yeah, you're right. No, you're absolutely right. And right? ping for anybody who doesn't. What? Poke ended in 2014. Poke ended in 2014. Really? That lane? Yeah. Jeez. Oh. And ping on a BlackBerry, if you never use BlackBerry uh, Messenger, it, ping wasn't just something that like made the phone vibrate or whatever. It actually read ping. Yeah. On like you would send a ping and somebody would get that ping, but it would actually show up in a text. Ping. Yeah. In all caps. Yeah. Ping was a poke. Poke was replaced by wave. Oh. Send a wave. Yeah. I guess that's more polite than a poke. Yeah. Because people would be say, I poked you. Right. You didn't see it. Can't say that. Yeah. No, I know. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, DMX's children arrived at his bedside in the New York area hospital to possibly say goodbye. This according to TMZ as uh, DMX clings to life in the ICU following a heart attack uh, related to an apparent drug overdose. They uh, say that uh, his condition is dire and that this visit could be goodbye for his 15 children. Oh boy. 15 children. That's crazy. Uh, Fans have started to gather uh, outside at a vigil. The uh, Rough Riders showed up all of it yeah um they did a big prayer vigil yesterday outside the hospital so God, as well we thank you for all that he poured into everyone else on today we set ourselves aside and we're here to pray, pray for him so god we ask right now that as we stand in front of right place that you go into his room that you would speak into his ears that you would speak to his spirit 
Uh, meanwhile, do you know who Sada Baby is? Rapper. Rapper. So people are going in on him because he threw up on Instagram and then deleted it. And this is the second time that he's now been accused of being homophobic after posting something and deleting it. But he wrote, Lord, we said Nas X, not DMX. Oh, no. Why would you do that? Right? Come on, man. So he deleted that. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Lil Nas X, um, by the way, celebrating uh, Call Me By Your Name, debuting at number one. He wrote on Twitter, y'all told a 19-year-old who had just escaped the lowest point of his life that he would never have a hit again. You told him to stop while he's ahead. He could have gave up, but four million platinum songs and two number ones later, Ooh. he's still here. Thank you to my team and my fans. And uh, Lil Nas X was on a... Um, podcasts yesterday talking about his love life super famous now got a couple number ones what's it like to be Lil Nas X to try to date are you dating anyone right now not right now whenever I start dating somebody like I fall too into them sometimes in a yeah. bad way or a good way you think good and bad because it's like oh good I'm in my whatever my idea of love is right now but also bad because it's like, oh, this person is occupying maybe too much of my time. Do you find it easier to date now that you came out a little bit? It's definitely easier. I mean, because before fame, I dated maybe like two, three people. And yeah. none of the relationships like ever like anybody knew besides us two, you know. That was on the uh, Spout podcast. But the question is, like Lil Nas X, like, are you or are you not? I see on YouTube when the captions are on, it calls you instead of Lil Nas X, it does little no sex. Oh, no. Are they correct? <laughs> That's hilarious. As of now, they are correct. As of right now, <laughs> at this point in time, they're correct. <laughs> even lap dancing the devil, huh? Even, even lap dancing <laughs> Even the with devil. all that. If that's not going to help you, I don't know what wow. will. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. This Texas Rangers game yesterday with the Jays down in Florida was something else, man. 40,000 fans inside Globe Life Field in Arlington. Ah, uh, yeah. For the Jays home won, opener. too. The team was allowing 100% capacity. However, they say that health and safety guidelines were still in full force. Oh, yeah. Everyone's sitting side by side. <laughs> no masks. I mean, they had masks. Now, masks yeah. weren't necessarily around their faces. Yeah. Uh, check out these fans from the stadium. We'll follow all the rules, but we're just glad that we're able to come out, hang out, eat, drink, have a good time. I mean, we've been here since, what, 7 o'clock this morning? Yeah. And we'll be here till 7, 8 o'clock tonight. Last year was tough. I mean, we had it all planned out. We had the tailgates going, and, and you know, you just have to go with the times. And, and uh, it just wasn't safe to come, so you just bear it. And I think America wants to come back. One thing that, you know, maybe the politics change, but the game still stays the same, so. I'm not too worried about it. I mean, I took my shot. As long as we maintain distance and wear a mask, we're all good. There you go. I'll tell you, it looked good, though. It looked amazing. Yeah. But here's the thing, because I saw on, on Twitter, like, everyone was going in on what it looked like yeah. and the amount of people, right? But you yeah. also have to remember in Texas, like, they have way more people who were vaccinated oh, than. way more anywhere else way more like like being here in canada looking at that it's horrifying completely but there it's a different world down there and man. they also have a no mask mandate those people who had masks yeah 
they chose, well, first of all, the stadium can put in. Yes, and they did. A mask policy. There was a mandatory mask rule right? inside the park. Absolutely. Yes. But the, the state of Texas has a no mask sure. mandate anyway. Don't mess with Texas. Uh, Jay's pitcher, Stephen Matz, talked about what it was like playing in front of fans. You say Stephen Mask? Matt, I'm just kidding. It sounds oh, like Stephen. Early on, you know, warming up and stuff, you kind of hear the buzz and, and stuff like that. So it was really cool. But when, once you step on the mound and you're competing against the hitter, you kind of you know forget about everything else. But it was definitely cool. Uh, that extra little adrenaline, you know, warming up, getting into the game. It was, it was fun. Felt felt really good to have fans. By the way, uh, Jays won six two. Oh yeah, yeah, and they'll play again today. That's all right. Nothing wrong with that. Uh, but no, it looked good though, right? Like, didn't you fine. sort of wanna? I want that here. You know? Yes, I want that right? here. Like, as, as much as you want to say, guys, like, what are you doing? Do you, right? But you can't because it, you just. What? Because we're here? We're so far behind we everything? Suck, right? Doesn't it make you feel like we suck? It really does. We can't it do that. It makes me feel bad. It really <laughs> right? does. Yeah, it does. Okay. It should. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Uh, Russian President Vladimir Putin has been voted the sexiest man in Russia. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Why? Because he said so? Yeah. Because you know what happens if you don't put his name down. Uh, they polled uh, 2,000 Russians, and they, they all say that uh, Putin was, in fact, the hottest in the land. But, but uh, like, realistically, who is he going off against? So, however, it turns out also in that poll that 19% of the men surveyed said that they were the sexiest in Russia. Of course. And 18% of the women surveyed said that there were no sexy men in Russia. <laughs> Yo, what a diss. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Russian dudes. You suck. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Pierce Morgan was on Fox News yesterday talking to uh, Tucker Carlson, but I think it was on Tucker Carlson's daytime show. I didn't know that he did a daytime show. Oh, really? And they, yeah, and they try to casual him up. Have? It's weird. They try to casual him up a little bit. Like, they don't let him wear a sports jacket, like a suit jacket or a tie. So he's just sitting there in, like, a dress shirt. Oh, like he's doing really? your taxes. Yeah, it's <laughs> weird. It's Look weird, man. Block. Yeah. But this is uh, Pierce Morgan's first interview since uh, walking out on Good Morning Britain all those weeks ago. I still don't believe what they were saying. And in particular, I don't believe what Meghan Markle said. 17 different claims by the pair of them have now been proven to be either completely untrue or massively exaggerated or unprovable. I didn't believe Meghan Markle. A huge furore erupted through the day. Uh, I was an outrage. Uh, I wasn't allowed to have an opinion that I didn't believe what she was saying, even though it was clear to me in real time as I was watching the interview, that there were a number of things which just couldn't be true. And then they get into, uh, which was really the, the the cause of all the backlash, which was when Pierce uh, made, I guess, alluded to or just straight up said that he didn't believe her or why he didn't believe her claims that she was suicidal while living inside the palace. It's not for me to say whether she felt suicidal. That's only for her to know. And I, yes. I couldn't possibly say. What I was taking issue with was that she claimed she went to two members of the royal household, a senior aide and also to human resources. And she told both of them that she had uh, was feeling suicidal and needed help. And both of them rejected that and said she couldn't get help because it would be bad for the brand of the royal family. I just find that impossible to believe, that you would have two people in the palace who would be that callous to a woman telling them that, uh, that she was suicidal. Hmm. 
The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Uh, Lupita Nyong'o was on Ellen DeGeneres, or will be on Ellen DeGeneres today, um, talking about, of course, um, Chadwick Boseman, but also what it'll be like shooting Black Panther 2 without him. So everyone's excited about the next Black Panther, and I'm sure it's going to be tough not working and not having Chadwick Boseman there. Uh, I mean, I've only met him a couple of times, but what a great guy. And what are you going to miss the most, I guess, I'm wondering? It's still so hard for me to come to terms with his passing. Um, I mean, his leadership, you know. He was the just... He led uh, the movie with such compassion and, and just presence. When Chadwick came on set, he was present. And he brought his entire being to that movie. And he, he was just so humble as well, you know. And um, that leadership will be missed. And he was my friend. And so it's, it's hard to think of him in the past and still but I do know for certain that um he is he would want us to do this and I feel that what Ryan Coogler has planned very much honors um him and his legacy so I'm I feel good about going yeah oh man that's so sad the Roz and Mocha show podcast podcast uh, the Kardashian team is addressing the private photo of Khloe Kardashian being wiped from the internet. What? So Tracy Romulus is the chief marketing officer for Kim Kardashian's KKW brand. Okay. And she spoke about a, quote, private photo of Khloe in a bathing suit that went viral on social media. <clears throat> she says... The color edited photo was taken of Chloe during a private family gathering and posted on social media without permission by mistake by an assistant. Chloe looks beautiful in it within the right. Chloe looks beautiful within the right of the copyright owner to not want the image <clears throat> not intended to be published taken down. Basically, this there was a unphotoshopped picture of Khloe Kardashian that was posted by mistake and then people from started when? reposting it everywhere. Do we know from when? Was it the uh, one from the weekend? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Because they all went on like some And now, vacation. now there's lawsuits. Is uh, it this one? No, no. It's another one where oh. I believe she's standing up. The one I saw is the one where she's standing up. Okay. Um, and now the Kardashian crew are going after anyone who reposts this. They're oh, really? threatening lawsuits, copyright infringement, all of this stuff wow. to try and wipe this photo from the internet, which is impossible. Yeah, the internet's so vast. Like, it's impossible. It, it will, still exists. And we know what happens as soon as you start doing stuff like this, is this photo will now become the most famous photo of yeah. Khloe Kardashian. Yeah. Right? That's how the so world wait, so works. So she's mad because, or they're <laughs> upset that the photo... There's a whole bunch of... Wasn't touched up? Like yeah. fixed up so, for online? So the, the alleged unauthorized photo um, 
another one was actually posted on that same day. Yeah. And I think it was that one that you just showed me. Where she's like laying down, her eyes are closed, she's wearing a blue bikini. Yeah, so whoever was there that day, what they're saying is the photo may have originated on one of the family members' fake Instagram accounts, like their Finsta account, where they may have just been posting stuff, but people may have already known whose fake account this was and that they may have been lifted from there. Gotcha. Right? So people screen grab, repost. screen grab, repost, everything else. But you know what happens with this? As soon as you want something to go away forever on the internet, it is now going to become the most popular thing. Yeah. Who knows though? Who knows though? They have such pull. They could, they could, you know, bend Google into hiding a picture forever or making sure we never see it again. But that's the uh, one picture. Wow. One picture. That's insane, dude. Yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Um, you know who Jedward are? Oh, Jedward. Um, Jedward, are they, um, songwriters? Yeah, they're a band, I guess. I don't know. Oh, uh, blonde haired kids, Yeah, yeah, two blonde haired kids. Yeah. So there's a lot of things trending. There's justice for 1D. There's justice for uh, Little Mix, I think the other one. And then justice for, um... Oh, God, not Pussycat Dolls. They, uh, Fifth Harmony. Fifth Harmony. I saw that Thank one you. this morning. Thank yeah. you, yeah. And the reason that's trending is because I guess Jedward were on one of those X Factor shows like all those other bands were, 1D, Fifth Harmony, everything yeah. else. And they did a huge thread about Simon Cowell, the management company, Psycho Entertainment, whatever wow. it is. Okay. Uh, and then their their most recent tweet was just sitting here waiting for the lawyers to call because I guess everybody who goes through that machine has these ironclad non-disclosure agreements. Yeah. But some of the things that they were putting on Twitter yesterday were uh, the biggest regret in life was not telling the X Factor uh, judges to F off. Every contestant on the X Factor was a slave to that show and got paid zero zero while they made millions that the fact that every contestant has to act like their judges that the judges mentor them when in reality all they care about is their paycheck simon cowell thinks he's the mafia leader of the music industry when in reality he's nothing but a bad facelift there's a reason psycho is called psycho 1d little mix are legally effed in contracts and can never speak out so we are There's nothing modest about their previous management dictating their every move from relationships to how they live their own lives. Justice for 1D Little Mix. And this goes on and on and on. This is our story to tell, they say. Facts are facts. We're putting ourselves in a very dangerous position speaking out. Victims of the music industry need to be heard. Fans have known for years. Artists are on the brink of collapse at the end of touring and having to act like everything is okay. Humans can't be owned. Artists shouldn't be owned. Owned. Eating disorders, depression are very common in the music industry, and it's because nobody cares about the artist's mental health. They go on to talk about how um, they're paid security to just follow bands around, but they're not actually security. What they are are babysitters who then are paid salaries to go back to management and snitch on what the artists get up to. Like they, this is like this is like 40, 40 tweets after all this time. Why now? I don't know. Like, I wonder if they were know. trying to get out of a contract recently and were denied. Yeah. Or they've been uh, going, you know, back and forth with Simon Cowell's people yeah. and weren't getting their way. So now they're just like spilling the beans. They always isolate artists from their families and make them dependent on the fake industry friends who don't have their back. It's crazy. But uh, yeah, if you get a chance, go through. It's uh, Jedward, J-E-W-W-A-R-D. Uh, they sort of um, just go off and break all their non-disclosure agreements. And as they said, they're just sitting around waiting for the lawyers to call. Damn. 
Roz and Mocha Q&A. All right. Always a fan favorite and a favorite of everybody in this room. Time to answer some questions uh, in the Ask Roz and Mocha portion of the podcast. Hello, Elizabeth. Hi. How are you today? I'm good. How are you? Good. You sound like you're all business today. (laughs) 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 What is your question for the room? Uh, The question is, um, what appropriate age do you think it's okay to leave teenagers home alone for like overnight the weekend? Oh, wow. How old are your kids? Um, Well, I have a bunch. So I have a 13-year-old, a 15-year-old, a 17-year-old, a 24-year-old, and a 29-year-old. So the (laughs) conversation at home about letting a teenager stay overnight by themselves is with which age? Which one? The 17, the 15, or... Yeah, the younger one. The youngest one, okay. But but didn't you already go through this with the 25-year-old? No, well, okay, so she started staying home when she was like 17, almost 18. Yeah. Um, And then we really didn't go anywhere with all the kids, so it's like, and if we did it go anywhere, it was just the cottage. Now that the kids, the younger ones, they want to stay home, and while we go to the cottage, because they don't find it fun anymore until they get to be the age of... In their 20s, that's when they want to come back and hang out at the cottage. Right. What so, about the, the, the oldest? Is You said 29, right? She, yeah. She's, oh. Sorry, she's 28. Oh, okay. So, so the 29-year-old was how old? Was 17? That's the one you're talking about? Yeah, they were. She was 17. Like, they okay. were, like, 17 and stuff like that. But I'm just curious on what your, your opinion is or well, what... It depends on what kind of kid they are, yeah. to be honest with you. Like, geez, I had I had an older brother, so I got to do everything at a much younger age, right? So I think my my parents never went anywhere. Like, they never went overnight somewhere and, and left us alone maybe once or twice because they – I don't even know what they had to do. Um, but I always had I always had an older brother. Um, but, you know, but what I like – if I was going to have girls over or I was going to like hook up or do anything like that, it would have happened regardless whether they were home or not. Like it just, it, none of that stuff would have mattered. It's not like they were preventing me from doing something. I still would have done it. Um, but as far as the appropriate age, I think that you can leave a 14 year old home if they're with a 17 year old. Mm-hmm. Okay. But, but that's what we were last year. Uh, my husband would stay home when, and I would go to the cottage with the, the kids myself. Yeah. This year, it's like, we're, he's not going to miss out on stuff again because she has a she has a job and all that. And then the younger ones, they're like, I just don't want to be out there. There's nothing to do. But the cottage is not as fun for them when they get to be older. And that's the only place we go. We don't go anywhere yeah. else. Yeah. I think How it, is the cottage not fun for them? I don't know. That's what we think. Like, what's not fun? Why? Maybe because all their stuff isn't there. Yeah, fair enough. Right? And maybe the Wi-Fi signal's weak, and they can't really muck around on the phone and stuff. The funny thing is, we just got internet last year at the cottage and cable and all that. When they they were little, it was just movies, and if we were there, it was outside. If they were there, they were outside. Nah, they don't want none of that. They just want to be on (laughs) their phones inside. (laughs) Yeah. They want to watch Netflix. Yeah. And now all they want to do is hang out with their friends. Yeah. Yeah. What There's time? not a lot of people. How old Mocha were you? Did your parents ever leave you alone? Like, did no. they ever go anywhere? Like, they mm-hmm. went places. Yeah, but like, they never left you alone They overnight. never left me overnight. And I can't remember the, the, the first time, like, how old I was when, yeah, I just, I don't remember at no, all. No, Maury? Forever. I remember I used to come home on my own from school. I'd be home all day by myself from the age of, like, 12, 13. No, no, but we're talking like overnight. 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 So there, I mean, look, my dad was a single young guy. There are many times that he would just say, 
grab a you know chef by our decan from the cupboard. Right. You know, here's what you do, and but how old, don't though? open the door. How I would have been like 14, 15. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. it depends on what kind of kid you have. I was the youngest of three, uh-huh. and my brothers, my parents would leave my brothers overnight, but never meet. The first time I was left alone overnight was on my own. I moved out when I was in my when I was twenty. Oh wow, really? Yeah, huh? you know oh. what? I'm I'm pretty sure. Like, it wasn't until when I moved out when I was like twenty one years old. Because I'm this is a really good question, Elizabeth. Like, I can't you remember. Never, you were never in. You were never in like the family home alone no, overnight. I no? don't think so. At least, no, huh? no. Do you regret it? Well, it's no. not his choice. Yeah, what's there? What's there to regret that like your your parents didn't go out enough? Yeah. That's that's something they might regret, but yeah. it's not something for Mocha to regret. <laughs> I'm sorry you guys cared about my well being so much yeah. that you had to come home at night. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I remember there was a few times where there was a few times where um, my brother and I would be would be alone, but more Did than they ever come home early. Uh, no, 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 more, more than that. Like it wasn't so much I see you in the morning, but there were, there were times where like my parents would go out and then maybe they would get home like at two, like way past bedtime kind of thing. Yeah. Right. So you were still alone. Like I was going to, like, we were going to be alone in the evening, alone for dinner, alone, putting ourselves to bed. When we woke up in the morning, they would be there, but you were basically alone. Like it, it didn't really, it didn't really matter, but that, that happened. But yeah, but I always had an older brother and we were for the most part, you know, good kids. And if we were going to get into trouble, it was just going to be having girls over. Like it wasn't going to be a party or anything like so, that. So, Elizabeth, the, the the teenager that you're worried about, are you worried that they won't be able to like survive without you for the weekend, or are you worried that they may they may get into like some sort of mischief? No, it's more. I I trust my kids. They're really trustworthy. Yeah. Um, it's just not paying attention. You know, like they put a pot on the stove, and next thing you know. They start. They go up to their rooms to do something, why, and then why, they. Why end are up, they putting a pot on the stove? Well, if they're making macaroni and cheese. No, you leave them a couple bucks. They order pizza. They do that, <laughs> but they have to eat during. I'm not going to order constantly food for them. That why? would be expensive. Yeah, but just go and buy stuff for the microwave then. If you're worried about all that, get a hungry man or a Michelinas. Well, that's true. What is she we rich, Murray? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not like, true. <laughs> go go buy like go buy a bag of buns and a bunch of sandwich meat. <laughs> They won't eat that. Couple bags of chips. Why not? They won't eat that. What kind of kids did you raise? <laughs> they don't like sandwich meat. They they don't like any of that. They want mac and cheese. Or you they can want get microwavable mac and cheese. What about now. yeah? What about oh, that's hot? Disgusting. What about what about hot? What about hot dogs? <laughs> well, that's all my son eats is hot dogs. Oh, there you go. God. Okay, but he likes some boiled. Oh, for God's sake! Listen, we all love a boiled hot dog, but sometimes, okay, you got to sacrifice. Actually, my son has the toaster. That does the hot dogs. Um, oh, there so you go. The, Problem yeah. solved. Problem solved. So just, he can yeah. Do that. yeah, man. But it's just not him. It's it's his sisters as well and stuff like that. And I I trust them, yeah. but it's just like, are they paying attention? Are are they going to lock the doors? Are they going to um, just make sure everything's fine? I mean, he's only thirteen years old, my yeah, son. So, uh, but you said so all the other kids who are in the house are that you have are they all in the house as well? No, the the two older ones are they're no longer living at okay. home. Okay. I could, I could leave. I'm pretty, I'm very confident right now. Roxy's 11 and I am a hundred percent confident that I could, uh, leave her alone for an entire night and she would be well fed. The cats would be fed and she would go to bed on time. See, that's a girl. True. (laughs) True. True. Boys are much different. You're right. 
They yep. are, and it's not my my daughters. So, so I, I have four girls, and the last one's the boy. Yeah. So the boy can be scatterbrained, and yeah. <laughs> and I'm not judging them or anything, no. but it's like you just got to make sure that uh, things get taken care of. But I, I think we will start. Who knows? But it's tough. we do go for the day. Like we'll go, we'll leave at like six o'clock in the morning, and then come back at like eight or nine o'clock at night. So there's left on, all alone all day. Yeah. Um, it's just that overnight. It's you, a, it just it's just ripping off the bandaid more yeah, or less. Yeah. yeah, Elizabeth, you're gonna have to leave like uh, sticky notes all over the house. <laughs> <laughs> like lock the door, well, lock the just, windows. Just make it easy, okay? Just before you leave, right? Go down to the basement, go to the electrical panel, and just flick the switches to off for all the things that you're terrified of. Leave the Wi-Fi on, leave the television on, switch off the stove, leave the fridge on, give them the outlet for the toaster. <laughs> Well, that's a great idea. Right? There you go. Problem Problem solved. solved. But hopefully, well, yeah, maybe we'll try that. Yeah. There you go, Elizabeth. Thank you for your your question. Well, thank you very much. You guys are amazing. You make my morning every day. You're the best. Hey, uh, between Roz and Mocha, who's your favorite? Um, Mm. I have to say Roz. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you very much, guys. Uh, Thank you, Elizabeth. Have a good day. Talk soon. Bye. Uh, Charmaine asks if I, Mocha, if I will ever follow Dammit Maury on social media again. Oh. The answer is no. Right. I don't think I ever followed you, Maury. No, uh, you did, and then you unfollowed him. Did I? Yeah, yeah. There was a moment where you unfollowed him on something. One of them. One of them, whether it was, I don't even know, like a Twitter or maybe even Facebook but, from back in the day. Look, we're all men. Can I ask a question? We're all men. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you say we're all grown-ups yeah. instead of we're all men? <laughs> Why? Yeah. Why what? No, but why don't you follow? Like, oh. I post some nice stuff. Because I know that if I follow you on any social, right, uh-huh. if you post something and if I don't click like or retweet or if I don't comment, I'm going to have to get into a text conversation with you where you will screen grab what it is you just posted, text it to me and say, like, thought you would have liked this. Would have loved a comment from you. Would have been cool. But what if, what if, um, why didn't you like this post? I get that like every that. single day from him. Yeah. Every single day I get that. Right. But I don't follow him. He still sends it to me. Oh. See? He sends me the stuff I don't, I don't see. Yeah. And then says stuff like, this is what you would see if you followed me. Oh. But see? he sends me. So, so here's the reason why I won't follow because I know that once I do start following, I'm going to start getting those messages. No, but you do, I'm surprised that you don't because I only get them because I don't follow him. No, he's done it in the past. I just ignore those texts. But no, no, it's not the text, right? So now I get the text, but I also get it DM'd on that platform. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Wow, that's super weird. So, uh, yeah. So <laughs> I so I will get it in text. Yeah. And then I will also get it DM to me on that platform because Maury recently, very recently, has started DMing me a whole lot on Instagram because on Instagram you can see when somebody's read yes, it. And exactly. then so I just deliberately open and close it. <laughs> and then and then never look at it without even looking at it. Yeah, yeah, because I'm like, if you want to put yourself in that situation, because you can sit there and wonder, send me a text and wonder whether I've seen it or not, right? Sure, and true. that's fine. Um, but I don't know why you want to put yourself in a position to get validation or verification that I have seen something and then still not get a reply. I don't know. It just means something when you guys like something. But what if we had an agreement where if you followed and I never bother you? Or we can just agree that life has been wonderful the way it's been for the past it? 10 years that you've <laughs> been working with us. Yeah, it's been great. Has yeah. it? Yeah. yeah. I, why, why change a good thing? Yeah, I'm not, like, I don't know. 
Do you still have that notification on your phone when somebody follows and unfollows you? No, I pay for an app. I have to log in and and it sort of. Do you check updates. every day? No, I check on Saturdays. <laughs> right. Yeah, once a week. Once yeah, a week. Once okay, a week. He's, he's not obsessive about it. Uh, but no, the idea of like following what it, it just doesn't. Uh, and here's my thing too: is that I don't. Um, when it comes to social media, when I'm on social media, I use it just for, I use it the way that I use it. Okay. Mm -hmm. And I don't like things. I don't like my social media being inundated with work stuff. Sure. Right. I don't post any work stuff. No, no, but you are work stuff. Is sure. what is what, is you what follow I mean. Mocha. He's work stuff. Yeah. I follow Mocha, but I don't follow, I don't follow anybody else. You follow Shem. Um, do I? Yeah. <laughs> Yo, oh. how do you, what are you doing? Yeah. What are yeah. you doing? It's, like no, IG yeah. audits on the yeah. guy? It's not yeah. hard to see because yeah. it just says right there. Yeah, yeah, no. Yeah, no, you're right. Yeah, maybe, <laughs> maybe I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I have no, I have no, I, I think, you know why, Maury? I think that I don't follow you because I think that it, it, I think that social media to you is something different. I think that social media to you means so much and and it's my way of just showing you that it doesn't mean as much as you think it does. But what about the stuff that you're missing? But this is my thing is I'm not missing anything. Because I send it to you. Right. That's A. <laughs> right. And then B, it's as if I do follow you because I get it all anyway. See? Right? So I don't see but what now, the big for deal Mocha, is. I have been really good for a many a year right. where I've not sent him anything. Right. Right. You send it to me every day. So I get I've something earned, from Maury. If anything, from Mocha, I've earned the trust of right. Mahalo. Keep up the good work, buddy. Right. <laughs> can, I, can I follow you and then mute you? Yes, In you theory, can. Yes. yes? Absolutely. Okay, well, there we go. Because I'm sure there are many people that have. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how do you do that? I don't even know how to do that. How do you do, how do you how do you That's a great idea. How do you hey, will somebody? you get a notification like when you check on Saturday, right? Will you get a notification that I hit follow and then like 10 minutes later hit unfollow? No, they can't. No, no I've, I've done research. You can't find out who's <laughs> muted you. I you can't find, find out who's muted you. No, follow yeah. and unfollow. Would I if you follow and then unfollow? Yes, I'll know. Oh, okay, you will, huh? I know people do that to me all the time when they really want me to follow them. Is that I will get the same notification that somebody's followed me every day for like two weeks. Yeah. So, so they follow you and then wait they, they wait for you to follow back. You, I, I don't. Then they unfollow me. Wait a day. Follow me back. I get another notification from that same person. This will go on for weeks. Oh, and you think I'm annoying. <laughs> <laughs> Pogo says here Wait, have when we you moved have, on oh, from that one? Yes. Yeah, we're on to the next question. Oh, okay. I just didn't know. Pogo says here, <laughs> when you have chicken thighs, how many do you typically have? I usually have about eight to ten, so I'm curious if that's cons uh if that's considered a lot. Like he eats eight to ten? I guess. That's no, this is true thighs. because then somebody um commented going, Oh my god, that's a lot. And then he said, mm, Yeah, that is. So that's a lot. Uh, eight, eight to ten is a lot. That's chicken a, thighs. I guess it depends on how big the thighs are, though. Even small ones. But that's you a, eat that's a tons lot of, of wings. Meat. It's a lot of meat. Yeah, but no chicken thighs. The the amount like even in a even in a pack of like the whatever they come in like eight where it's like four on the bottom four on the top kind of thing. That's for one person. That's a lot. I will yeah. if I'm making. I chicken, could dust that off. If, I'd say if I'm making I, chicken I, thighs. If I'm making chicken thighs and it's just me. Yeah. I'll crush three of them no problem. Uh -huh. Right. But it's like this, to me it's the same amount of meat as a flat. No, it's not. No, it's not. Is it not? Oh, my God. Are you, you think a little chicken wing has as much meat on it as a chicken thigh? Well, I mean, maybe a thigh, what, is the thigh the equivalent of two flats? No. No, Maury, no. not at all. The thigh, you know what a thigh is? Yeah, I don't like them. A thigh is like the equivalent of like half a chicken breast. Oh, I thought I thought thighs were quite small. They are, but it's all meat. Like yeah. the size of a, mm, like almost sure the size is. of two matchbooks. <laughs> 
Yo, your references sometimes, bro. <laughs> I know. Like for comparisons. Yeah. Yeah. It's just right? so out of there random. Yeah, I know. Like <laughs> this is more this is what it would be like. Like your your references, right? Like like if I looked at you, right, and I said, uh, God, that thing's just about the size of a piston with the end knocked off by a ball peen hammer. <laughs> like, like you would have no idea what to do with that information. No, but I'm tossing out something that you can make right? a picture. Like you would just okay. So no, no chicken. When you see chicken thighs, okay, in the package, they're folded under, right? And then see, when you, I didn't know that. And then when you open the package, you unfold them so they're flat. They're about they're about the size like. They're a, they're bigger than a hash brown from McDonald's as far as as far as great circumference. Mm. Um, probably the size of four matchbooks. No, four maybe. matchbooks. <laughs> what about the <laughs> iPhone six? <laughs> uh, like all f- like f- yeah, but but much thicker, right? Like yeah. much much. They're about the yeah, about the size of like an iPhone ten. I guess okay. it would be right. Like yeah. I don't know. I, I but guess thicker, thicker, for, for thicker. Pogo, it depends on. Like, That's a lot, though. Ten of those is a lot. Ten of anything is a lot to eat. But are, is Pogo having eight to ten chicken thighs with something on the side? Or are we just talking like eight to ten just stacks chicken, of chicken thighs? thighs. Huh? Like, yeah. that's it, you know? I don't I don't I think know. If it's a, he also didn't put a time limit on this. Maybe he has a bunch, you know. No, I, I'm guessing this is all in one sitting. In one but, sitting. But, but also, how are you cooking them? Are you cooking them in the oven? Like, are you doing that? Or are you... Frying Bar- them, barbecuing them, frying them. Yeah, it depends. Like, what do you? What and then you what you're having on the them? side? Like, is that eight to ten with a side of mac and cheese, or eight to ten with a side of salad, or yeah. eight to ten on its own with hot know. sauce? I don't right? know. Yeah, uh, I would say for me, I could like I could crush four chicken thighs, no problem. Normally, if it's just me and I'm making chicken thighs, I will slice up three. Yeah, and just cut them in half, and then and then I'm good to What's go. What's your side? I think I could do eight to ten. Yeah, yeah, but I wouldn't though. I wouldn't. I wouldn't mm. feel good after that. I it's love too much. chicken thighs. Yeah, um, yeah, it's too much. Eight to ten is too much. Way too much. What do I have on the side? Uh, depends. Fries are mm. always good. I love fries on the side. Sometimes I'll have uh, salad. Sometimes I'll have. Um, what did I make the other? Oh, fingerling potatoes. I made the other night. Mm. They're real we had delicious. Chicken fingers. We ordered chicken fingers and poutine. Put, put what? Poutine. Why did you say poutine? Why did you say poutine? <laughs> I thought that's what you're supposed to say. No, poutine. no, poutine. <laughs> poutine. We, like, okay, so you had what? You had chicken fingers and poutine. Okay. <laughs> and I felt so heavy after. Yeah. More oh. than normal? Way more than normal. How many did you eat? Um, I had four chicken fingers and Matthew yeah. had four chicken fingers. And then you, what, you split a poutine? Or you split ate? a poutine. And you felt heavy after that? I did. Oh, geez. That ain't nothing. Four yeah. chicken fingers. What's the? It's the poutine. Where'd you get the chicken fingers from? Jack Astor's. Yeah. Oh, the best. They're the best. I love fingers. Jack Astor's chicken fingers. Do they have Jack oh Astor's all God. over the country, or is it just in certain parts? Oh no, uh, all over. no, I think it it's is? all over. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure. Jack Astor's chicken fingers are the yeah, best. Man. They make they the really absolute are. best. Yeah. Um, Leslie has a question for you, Roz. Yes, what is yeah. the best thing to watch? Excuse me. Yeah. What is the best thing to watch? I guess Very because vague. your money grow. Because. <laughs> 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 because out of any anyone or everyone in this room, you're the one that probably watches the uh-huh. most amount of content. Yeah. Right? You consume the most, yeah. whether it's TV or or movies. Is there anything recently that you've come across where you're you, like, oh my God, yes, this is the best? You suggested behind her eyes or behind your eyes or whatever, yeah, I like but I couldn't show. finish. I couldn't get past episode four. Oh, we finished. Yeah, you did. Yeah. It's good. We finished it. That ending though. I can't finish episode four. Why? What's episode it's four? It's just so weird and boring. I started watching the worst show I've ever 
never seen in my okay. life. Last so, night. Leslie, pay attention. Do not watch this no, particular no, 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 show. No, 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 no. Because I, li- I like bad things, right? Of course. Hold on here. What is this show? Is it a movie or TV show? It is a, sorry, I believe maybe it was a movie? A movie. Okay. Shut up. I said that wrong. Okay. <laughs> it sounded weird. Oh, okay. So, it's so about cats. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, 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 no. So I started watching this last night. It's called What Lies Below. Oh, and wait. It's uh, Who's uh, in that again? Mi- Mina Savari. Oh, no, I don't know that one. It's one of these um, single mom has a new boyfriend, but like the new boyfriend could be like super sketchy. Oh, and is the uh, the box right? cover, is that on Netflix? The, the, the box cover the, the is the like The hot this. guy coming up out of the water. Yes. Okay. Right? Yes. I, I didn't watch it, okay. but I saw the, the box cover. I watched 40 minutes of this last night. And? This This may be, and I, and you know me, okay? Yeah. This may be the worst thing I've ever seen. Because on it was Netflix. trending pretty high on Netflix. Oh yes, but worse, but but like bad, but good. Oh, like I was enjoying it, right? Because yeah. I was, but I was enjoy it. Would like normally, normally with things that are bad. Uh-huh. Okay, um, I don't notice how bad they are. It's just more of an overall sort of feeling that you're watching something that seemed like it was cobbled together, right? Yeah. The script is off. It's a little bit kitschy. It's a little whatever. This one you're watching, that you, it's bad. Really? <laughs> like, like it's it's everything bad. about it? Like yeah, like it's bad. Like when you watch it, it's it's of almost it's borderline. And I don't want to say this because people work very, very hard on things. Of course. Okay. I understand that this was somebody's dream for about five years of their life getting this movie together. Okay. But it's awful. Really? Okay. But now that said, I think it can be enjoyed. Like I was really, really enjoying myself because I was so enthralled by how awful this movie was. Really? Yes. Yeah, so did if, Catherine finish watching if, it? I, I went to bed. She stayed up. Yeah. So she right? did. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Because yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll oftentimes I won't do a bad series, but I'll do a quick like hour thirty of something that you is watch, truly terrible. Like, when you go onto the Netflix, do you watch like a bunch of trailers and then as a group decide what you're going to watch and this is what you picked? Sometimes we will go on and watch trailers. Roxy's really big on that. She also is obsessed with how long things are. It's she weird. got that from somebody in the house. It's weird. She's always, I'm so upset, obsessed with how long things are. Really? Right? Like when we when we put something on, she will take the the mouse yeah. and track it all the way to the end to when the credits start, even while the movie's starting. Like oh, she'll track really? it all the way to the end just because, you know, you can see it yeah, yeah, yeah. on the bottom. And then she does the math in her head to figure out how long the movie or show actually is. I wonder minus if... Minus the credit time. She does that to see if... Once the movie or TV show ends, she'll know whether or not she has enough time to watch something else. Yeah, but it's also because of Marvel, right? All these Marvels, uh, all, all like the, the the Marvel shows and the Star Wars shows, everything else, when they say like they're 55 minutes, yeah. those Marvel shows have 14 minutes of credits at the end. Can I so tell you? So it's actually not. So did you watch the last episode of Falcon yeah. Winter Soldier? Yeah. So it was logged on the app or on Disney Plus. It's at like, like 50, 55 or something like that. It was like 52 like or 53 yeah. minutes or something yeah. like that, right? But then like the credits roll. Yeah. It was, the show was actually like 40 something, 45 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. And the rest was all 10 like minutes. Credits. Yeah. Should like, the time oh, listed be before credits? I think so. Because that's the time. Like, I, I think that if you are, uh, I mean, if we're talking the difference of like, you know, two or three minutes, then no, it's no big deal. But when you're dealing in like the 10 plus minutes for, yeah. for credits on things, I think yes, because I will sometimes decide what I'm going to watch before bed on whether I have enough time. And sometimes that 10 minutes makes a difference. Yeah. Right? Like really this does. last one, this last episode of Falcon Winter Soldier, I think the end credits 
credits were like six and a half. Yeah. They're almost long, seven minutes. Yeah, long, man. Long, 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 long. And this is why sometimes I enjoy watching things on my PVR because I quite enjoy fast forwarding through commercials just so I feel like I'm catching. You know, I haven't PVR gaining more time back. In, when's the last time you PVR'd something? Oh, every week. You do? Yes. Well, how else am I supposed to watch things like This Is Us and all that? We PVR Working Moms. Yeah. We PVR but Young But isn't Rock. it just on on demand, like immediately after? I think so. I'm just, just have it. Yeah, but I like, PVR when um, Jersey Shore is on. We PVR Jersey Shore. Keeping up with. But isn't it just on? Like as soon as it, as soon as it airs, no, not it, it shows not up everything. on the PVR. Look, sometimes, sometimes you want to watch things as they're happening so you don't get spoilers on no, Twitter. No, 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 no. Sometimes what happens is a show will air yeah. and it won't immediately go on demand or that particular mm. episode you're looking for is yeah. missing. Yeah, I know. I hate that. Right? I so hate I just that. PVR'd yeah, you're right. it okay. anyway. I haven't PVR'd anything. But anyway, what lies below is my recommendation. Oh, it okay. is uh, okay. So here, I'll read you the description. Okay, back at her lake house, a teenager begins to suspect that a sinister force lurks beneath the surface of her mother's too perfect new lover. Oh, right. Okay. Okay. There you go. You're welcome. Wait, that's uh, it? Yeah, that's it. Oh. That's the description. What, Jasmina what asks, beneath? out of all the commercials. You've had to make for the Raza Mocha show. Which is your favorite? Uh, my favorite is also my least favorite. Your my, favorite's your least? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have my, one favorite. That doesn't make any my, sense. No, because my favorite commercial on television was my least favorite commercial to shoot. Is it the cake in the face? Yeah. Oh, that's my favorite commercial, though. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. I love yeah, that, that one. That's my favorite commercial yeah. that we've done. We did a slow-mo one, if you're if you're not familiar with it. And it was when we started using the tagline, Celebrate Mornings. And then it was just super, super, super slow-mo. And we, Mocha and I were getting hit in the face with cakes and champagne and confetti and all this stuff. Um, and it's my favorite commercial, but shooting it was my least favorite longest day was the longest day because what would happen is everything we were wearing so i don't remember what i was wearing i think like a jean jacket or something like that um so what wound up happening was you would go into the wardrobe department um on on set for the shoot and all of our outfits they had like eight identical versions of all of our outfits right and then they would say okay Roz, come down to set and everything would be set up. The lights would be set up. All of this stuff. You'd stand on your mark. They would make sure that the camera and the frame rate and everything else was just perfect. And then they would throw a cake at you, like a giant cake. And they would throw the cake at you. And then you wanted it to just like hit you right in the side of the face. But you would get all through this. And then they would go to throw the cake. And it would sort of miss and hit some of your shoulder and then go up on the back of your head. So you didn't get the shot. But then after that, go get undressed. Go upstairs, take a shower, back in hair and wardrobe, do your hair completely, make up fresh, go to the wardrobe rack, get a note. So in between shots was like an hour to get everything yeah. right. And we did those things constantly all night. But we shot from, I think we got there that morning at, I think it was around like 10 or 11. And I think I got home that night at maybe 1.30 a.m. Yeah, something, something like, that. like that. That was a long yeah. Day. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was. That's my, my favorite was, commercial, though. My, oh man, my I love favorite that one. commercial, my least favorite shoot. Wow. Kenneth asks, "Hey guys, I'm just done episode 73 on the podcast. Wow. Does Dammit Maury still do coffee runs and order his fancy chai lattes? <laughs> <laughs> I would say uh, since the pandemic has started. Well, first of all, the coffee shop that we normally get stuff from, the Starbucks across the street, I think they shut down. No, no, they're, they're fine. Are they still open? Yeah. Although oh. there's like. In my neighborhood, six Starbucks are gone. Starbucks got rid of a whole bunch yeah. of, like, an incredible All around amount. my home. All gone. Yeah. 
Yeah. You know, um, first of all, no, Kenneth, um, Damon Mori does not do the coffee run anymore. He did at the beginning. He did a he little did, bit. Yeah, he did at the beginning. He would still sort of run out, you know, in the morning and, and grab stuff. We were still doing that, but we haven't done it in no. months and months and months I'm and sure months. I'm sure once the pandemic, once we go back to normal, it'll be fine, but there's like, it's not safe to go. The, right. like, well, two blocks please. away from here, there used to be a Timothy's coffee at a very, very busy intersection where yeah. the radio station is, right? Yeah. And right before the pandemic, I remember they were open, like, on a Friday, and then the, on the Monday when I came into work and I drove by, they had all the, the the paper up on the windows, and it said Starbucks coming soon. And it was like that for a real long time, really, right? Yeah. And then I would say I didn't notice until maybe, like, two months ago that the Starbucks coming soon was replaced with just, like, regular um, advertising paper that said, like, space for lease. Really, yeah? Yeah, so Starbucks, uh, they were supposed to put a location there and then decided against it. We had a Starbucks open up in our neighborhood, and it was a big deal when the Starbucks opened in our neighborhood. And they were there for about a year, and then they moved across the street. Mm Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. <laughs> like you could look at the the new one and like look back at the old one, and the uh, the outline of the sign was still on the old one. Oh, okay. Like they were literally right across the street from each other, and then that one was there for about a year, and then they left. So now within one block, there's two old Starbucks that nothing has moved into those buildings since those Starbucks left, and you can still see that they were former Starbucks. Oh, no. So wonder- it looks like my neighborhood is like a Starbucks eater. Like <laughs> like they just come in and, and we destroy them because you can stand in one spot and it's they're separated by, I think, four other stores. Really? Right? Yeah, so there's a Starbucks there where you can still tell it's Starbucks because it still had like sort of where the sign was, yeah. and I think one of those circle things on the windows, and then you look immediately to your left and there's another one, which that place moved, which is also since gone. So in my neighborhood, separated by four stores are two empty Starbucks locations. Did you ever find out why it moved? Like, was it like yeah, maybe so the rent was them, up? Or? One of them, they're tearing the building down to turn up condos. Okay. So they so they moved and they moved across the street. Yeah. And then I don't know what happened with that building, but they they moved there as well. So they left. The they might have been too damn high. They, yeah, they might have been one of the casualties where they shut a bunch of these Starbucks down. Oh, wow. But yeah, it's really wild. So there's two now in my uh, in my neighborhood that no longer exist. And all the ones in your neighborhood, David Mori, are and, gone. And do you not find that weird? Six shut down in downtown no. Toronto? No, more, more than that. But just in, the, in my neighborhood. It's very weird. Yeah, hold on here. And they were busy locations, too. Yeah. Hold on, let me get this story here. Uh, Starbucks says that it plans to close 300 coffee shops across Canada. Wow. By the end of March. Wow. Yeah. That's unbelievable. Yeah. 300. And no offense to the one at the Rogers Center, yeah. but that one's still open and nobody's ever in there. So I don't understand how that one's still open. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know, but yeah, no. I uh, what do I get at Starbucks? I like their breakfast sandwiches. Oh, really good. That, yeah, that that, uh, that spice sausage breakfast sandwich. Oh yeah, the spicy uh, uh, yeah. chorizo. Yeah, you gotta no, try. Uh, no, it's not chorizo. Yeah, they have a chorizo one, yeah, or maybe do. that's not the. No, spicy this one. one looks like a like a like an egg McMuffin. Oh, okay, with sausage yeah. patty on it and everything uh-huh. else. But I've noticed this that the um, the the breakfast sandwiches when you get them at Starbucks, they are not nearly as hot as they used to be. Do you remember when they would come out of that oven and they would give it to you? Yeah, and you have to was, wait like twenty minutes. You have to wait twenty minutes. Yeah. <laughs> now it's not. It's not like that anymore. I think well, they turn their ovens down. People were complaining because you want to be able to eat it right away. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I like yeah, the. Yeah. Uh, I don't mind the sous vide egg bites that they oh, have really? there. Really? Yeah. Huh? Yeah. I really like. Never that. had those. Before. Please try. Quick little snack. Please try the guava passion fruit drink. No. No. <laughs> no. No, I would never. It's only because you recommended it. Yeah, I would never order that. It is to die for. I would never. Because you don't want to enjoy it and then be like, 
Yeah. Ever in a situation where somebody asks you like why you enjoy that drink or how'd you find out about it? Yeah. Say I, give credit I, to Dan. No, Warren. you're right. I would just I you doesn't matter what you recommend more honestly, and I will just never do it because I never want you to have the satisfaction because you will never shut up about it. Yeah. <laughs> right. Like you will just like if I did anything, like if I had anything in front of me, I don't even know what it what it could be. If I had a sore back and you were like, you know what, I was at home, I got this like back bracing that I put on the chair, right? And I'd be like, oh, okay, cool, thanks to the recommendation and if i got one i had in my chair every time you came in here you'd be like how's it going for you good idea eh? right aren't you aren't you happy i recommended that like you would just never shut up about it so i'm not true. gonna like say anything about a, a guava passion yes, fruit you drink. Would. yes you, you would. totally would you totally if you would. have the guava passion fruit i'm not gonna no, like, and you know what would happen you know what would happen <laughs> maury would recommend that drink to somebody else yeah. right yes and then say to that person oh you know i also recommended this to Roz, his favorite thing loves now. Loves it. Yeah, favorite. That's thing. exactly what you would do. Yes, exactly. But now you're there on tasting the guava passion fruit. I don't need it. <laughs> I don't need that in my life. I would rather, to be honest, there's a with chance you, you've never had guava or passion. No, fruit. there there is a chance. You're right. But I'll tell you, I would. I'm happier to live the rest of my days without having. Uh, tried that than to give you the satisfaction of my liking it. <laughs> then you will die not knowing. <laughs> yeah, which I find with. that. <laughs> Every week on Instagram, you will find Ask Razamoka. That is where you load up the comment section uh, with your questions and we'll go through them one by one. This has been the Razamoga Show podcast. Can we just pause? Can we pause for one second? So let me let me tell you what was going on during the podcast here. Yeah. Okay. So uh so I'm Catherine's messaging me. So this is like throughout the course of this entire Ask Razamoka section. Okay. Right? Uh, she wrote me, oh, my God, lost my debit card. I think I dropped it in the stairs or the studio when I was carrying stuff. Definitely don't have it. Maybe it's in the building. Maybe I lost it. Maybe it fell out of the car door. Found it. It was in yesterday's pants. Right? <laughs> like, like all of this was playing out. <laughs> Right? Like all the drama just played so what out. Do you reply? I okay. haven't yet. I haven't replied yet. <laughs> you should just reply with just cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I haven't I haven't replied. This was the drama that I was that I was watching unfold. <laughs> Um, That's why you were so distracted. Yes, Wait, yes. So, did you hear me talk about guava and passion fruit? Yeah, thank <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Catch the guys live weekday mornings from six to ten on Kiss ninety two five. Kiss ninety two five dot com, or download the Kiss ninety two five app.